open up the app and the music appears But you don't see the hard work, blood, sweat, tears Three minute videos, days spent filming those Airports, sound check, live shows, studios, managers, promoters Labels, graphic design, there's a lifetime behind every rhyme Victory, failure, profit and the cost If we don't pass it on, then the history is lost Want an album review? Then you're paying for ads You want a half-page story? Cost you double for that And the radio's the same, gotta show them the money Cause they shelter and their listeners like bad boy Bubby Ignorance is bliss, but it isn't if you're missing the foundation That's why we had this conversation You wanna know the real deal? Here it is You're tuned in to Beers, Beats and the Beers all right, check it out. This is the Beers, Beats and the Beers podcast broadcasting live from the Shire Studios. My man Insidious on the boards as always. And it's a fucking, well, actually, Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, fucking seasons, greetings and all that good shit to all you motherfuckers out there. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. Um, man, it's a fucking Brisbane scorcher today. It's a fucking, man, it's a warm one up here and we're doing it. We're sweating. We're getting it in. But yeah, Happy New Year to everyone, man. This will be our New Year's episode. Last week you had our Christmas episode. It's fucking hard. We're, man, as of recording this episode, it's not even Christmas yet. So, you know, we just got to stay up on the days and all that kind of shit. But, you know, man, we drop fucking tame as uh, tame DMA as a uh, Christmas present for all you motherfuckers. And uh, and what an episode it was, man. And just a legendary figure. Shouts to um, shouts to my man Disaster who hooked me up with tame. Um, yeah, put in a little legwork for me behind the scenes and then got me his number and um, all that kind of shit. But, yeah, big shouts to him for making that, um, making that connect and all that kind of shit. But, yeah, man, we made that conversation possible i mean going through everything man tame what a legendary dude from the bell from the belgrave line um fucking talking you know dma talking the innovation the many innovations and styles and experimentations that dude has done gone through over the years i mean you know it's another melbourne rider we've been heavy on the melbourne riders but man no one you know like man not too many states well no states in this country really did it like melbourne let's be perfectly fucking honest you know and man it was merry christmas it was ho 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 and all that good shit and um yeah man tame you wouldn't meet a nicer dude man quite honestly and you know he went through all that all that all that fucking dma history man like from paris and peril to himself and new Two, a lot of nab shouts to uh, a big rest in peace to nab nabbit um you know uh what else what else did we go through we went through individual walls i mean we talked paint in the abattoirs we talked you know the new tame prince north melbourne um whole car window down that they did we talked their um their classic you know the new two tame classic from hawthorne we talked all kinds of shit i'll keep a brief man because i I really want to get to this week's guest, man, because we got a fucking cracker. we got a ripper in store for everyone out there, you know. And once again, just Happy New Year, man. Merry Christmas. I hope everyone's doing it safe, playing it safe out there. It's a fucking crazy old country we're existing in today, man, as we say most weeks, man. But it just seems to be getting crazier with the Homnicron and all that kind of bullshit getting around and all that kind of thing. But listen, man, if you want to support this podcast, if you want to give us a Christmas present, man, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash beers beats the beers and you can subscribe to this podcast. We're going to be revolutionising the way we do our Patreon and all that kind of shit in 2022, you know. And also, this is our fucking this is our last episode for uh, for uh, sorry 2021. So, you know, man, we're ending things in fucking style right now. And um, yeah, so head over to the Patreon, head over to the social medias at Beers Beats the Beers on um, Instagram. That's the best way to get at us. Don't even fucking bother with Facebook, man, because we don't. So you know, yeah, just hit us on Instagram, follow us, rate, subscribe on iTunes and all that kind of shit. Make sure, yeah, I always forget to say that shit. 
if you're on iTunes, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, go down, give us a five-star rating, give us a one-star rating, give us whatever, man. Just those ratings help in terms of uh, us heading into the new year and securing advertising and all that kind of shit. And, um, yeah, once again, just spread the word, man. Fucking get us out there. We're, um, we're doing this, man. We're doing this, man. We're- what the fuck was that? Some feedback. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there you have it. There you have it. So you're getting fucking, you're getting double the goodness right there, baby. You're getting double the goodness. But listen, let's get into this week's guest because it is a fucking happy new year and a merry Christmas to motherfucking everyone out there. And uh, listen, we can only end the one, the, the year in, uh, you know, in fucking fine fashion. That's all we can do, man. That's all we know how to do and that's all we're going to do. So, you know, listen, man, I'd, uh, it's an honor for me to introduce this man to, uh, to Beers Beats and the Beers because his story is long overdue. I mean, shouts to uh, the Flat and the Herd podcast. They spoke to him. Shouts to my man Raf and that over there from Terra Firma. They spoke to him, you know, a little while ago. But, you know, I mean, we're going to give it the Beers Beats and the Biz treatment now because, I mean, we are live on the mic, live from Melbourne City with a uh, with an entrepreneur, dude, a visionary, a fucking the father of a legacy, man. You know, like this man sitting on the other end of the line. If you've already pressed play, you know what the fuck it is. But this man fathered a legacy. He took a store called Ollie Bobbitts and turned it into, oh, man, turned it into a, a a massive retail fucking thing and then made it a record label and he was responsible for the earliest releases on that label uh he's a man who did what he had to do to make this life a reality for so many other people around him we are joined by the legendary the fucking legend shazlik one how are you shaz hello buddy <laughs> how you feeling mate how you feeling yeah i'm good mate how are you yeah not too bad bro not too bad do you reckon we got it all down with that intro brother entrepreneur visionary <laughs> father of a legacy you know fuck hunt you ran retail at 19 years of age my g like man you've been out here you've been about this life forever and forever dude and you know like if i can just briefly run through you know a part a part of um shaz's legacy you know taking taking uh obese prior to it being obese was ollie bobbitt so shaz took that over and we're gonna, yeah, get, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get into all that story as we get through it but he took that over turned it into obese records he put out the first culture kings he put out reasons day well you know uh obr 001 which is reason solid the first ever release on obese records he put out the authentic you know went through some mischief over the course of time member of emb the east Mulvin east boys Mulvin like, boys. you know fuck yeah. we're copping some feedback aren't we what the fuck is that is that shaz's phone or no i just took your speaker is that better I don't know. Hold on. Yeah, take it off speaker, probably. Yeah, yeah, I just took it off speaker. Is that better? Yeah, that'll be better. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what yeah, it is. Sorry about that. No, you're all good, brother. You're all good. But listen, man, like, fuck, dude. What, like, what a legacy to look back on in, you know, in fucking, you know, at the arse end of 2021, mate. At the arse end of a crazy fucking year. What a legacy to look back on, my dude. You know, like, you know, you've been there. You've been there about this life and you've made this life a possibility for so many others. You know, how are you feeling about things today, mate? First of all, let me say you're too kind. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, how do I, I feel about today? Yeah, like when you look back, when you look back on your legacy, like, and you know, I think it's important for people like us to, you know, really document your legacy and to let it be known, you know, because otherwise, you know, otherwise motherfuckers are out here walking around, you know, with their heads in the clouds. They don't even know. But, you know, like you really, um, you know, you gave a lot of yourself 
uh, and you know you, the means and you know what you created to facilitate this life for a lot of other people. You know, Reason's first record, Brad's debut, which is just a seminal classic, Culture at King, seminal. You know, we're talking classic after classic, solid, authentic, boom, boom, boom. And then beyond that, running retail, running a business, having an entrepreneurial spirit at such a young age, man. I imagine that shit hasn't left you in any which way, you know. And we'll get into we'll get into life post obese and all that kind of shit, you know. Like, man, I reckon this is going to be a ripper. But you know, when you look back on it now, bro, like, you know, well, how, how do you feel about where that legacy went? And you know, I mean, it went to the fucking stars, man. It went to the moon, you know. Yeah, look, I mean, it's kind of hard for me to look back in some regards because uh, how do I put this? Um, like that was my baby, you know what it's I mean? That was something that it was my baby. Obese was something that I started at nineteen, and yep. you know, I just left high school. I was studying to do architecture, and Ollie gave me the opportunity to jump on board with him, and you know. It, I never expected it to take off like it did, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I put a lot of like blood, sweat and tears into that business and what happened happened and, you know, we can go into that as, as the interview goes on. Yeah, as the story but goes like, on. Um, I guess looking back, like it's like I still get a lot of people coming to me going, like just random people going, oh, you used to know this, you did that, you know what I mean, you did that. Mm. And it's like... I still get the props for that, you know what I mean? And I yes. still get people sort of bringing it up and it, it kind of hurts in a way because, like, I, you know, I had to give up something that meant the world to me, you know what I mean? But yeah. I still have a, a great passion and a great feeling for that before what I did, you know what I mean? Oh, I can't. How, how can, bro, listen, honestly, man, how could you have anything less? You know, you gave the country. I mean, you know, in many regards, you're like the fucking, you know, you're an early executive producer. In you know, yeah. I, I don't know whether you got that credit early on, but you know, I mean, you know, they used to slap Suge Knight's name all behind all the fucking first Death Row records releases. Man, your name should have been on those first three, four fucking obese classics, brother. You know, like you, you were, yeah. the, you know, you were the brains behind them. And I want to get into each and in, I want to get into those records individually because I think you know those first three, four obese records releases that you were behind. I mean, the, you know, the catalog is classic. The the entire catalog is classic, but those first four, those first handful of releases, man, they really hold a special place for a lot of us out there man but you know sort of before we get there let's get into the story dude because you kind of you come from a retail background to begin with anyway don't you yeah so my oh, i used to live behind a shop my old man owned a mariposa gallery it was like a a gallery like an art gallery in glen Ferry road hawthorne okay yeah, yeah um and yeah so i lived behind the shop i grew up in the shop serving people writing you know yeah that kind of thing, you know, not rapping, rapping, but rapping presents and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and yeah, so that's so I grew up behind a shop, you know. So I was kind of used to that kind of business, you know. I was always like, I never want to work in a shop, but I did. I ended up working in a shop, you know. I ended up starting obese when I was nineteen. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, which. Like, you know, it wasn't something that I wanted to like but wanted to do, but I was given the opportunity by Ollie. Yeah. Um he had a little store in the back of M2O, which is on Greville Street. Yeah. Um, Greville Street was like a quite happening little hub in, in just in Paran, just off Chapel Street. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um and M2O was like a sort of a skate shop. Was a skate shop because of the Paran um sorry, the um the skate park was just around the corner and just in um just off Melbourne Road. Yeah. Um yep. and the skate scene was huge back then. Yeah, fucking A. 
Um, so they used to sell all sorts of clothes and stuff. And Ollie had like a little room in the back of that store um, and he started selling records out of there. And like, you know, I think the bloke would get a little bit – the bloke who owned it was a bit of a crumpet and um, <laughs> he used to get like really sort of worked up because he Ollie was getting more business than him, you know. Like so this tiny little room would have like 30 blokes in there and like – They'd all be buying records and stuff, and I'd go in and like me and Ollie got along really well. Yeah. And um, he'd always be like, "Oh, Shaz, come on here," uh, you know. Because I'd buy heaps of records off him, you know. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, like it just so happened that like we because we got along well, he kind of just said to me, "Look," and we were doing, um, you know, we were kind of good friends at the time, and um, he said to me, "Look, you know." I've got this opportunity because he'd worked for Dangerfield, which was um, uh, another store just on Greville Street, and the bloke who owned Dangerfield owned a couple of other um, shops around the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he gave Ollie the opportunity to take one of the shops in um, in Izzet Street in Paran. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he took that and he's like, look, you know, do you want to come in? And I'm like, yeah, cool. So I started SLK Clothing, which was short for Shazlik. Yeah. Um, uh, and SLK Clothing, I just started importing, like, brands like Fat Albert, um, Fat Albert Clothing, mm. um, First Down. I don't know if you ever heard of that. First Down was, like, um, something that was sold out of the source. And I just I just rang them up as a kid, you know. Yeah, yeah, Fat Joe Clothing. I rang up fucking Fat Joe and I'm like, What's up? You know, speaking of Fat Joe as a kid. You're talking to Fat you know, Joe. Yeah, yeah, Brim no and all that. You know, yeah, I'm like, because yeah. I was 19, I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, oh, I love you guys, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, yeah, cool, man. Like, fucking sold me, sent me all clothes and stuff, you what know. did you do, just like, get their numbers out the source? Yeah, I got the numbers out of the source. Mm, mm, mm. I, remember that, I remember seeing that Fat Joe thing, that Fat Joe. That the fat 560. Jo- yeah, dude, the Fat Joe clothing line. I remember seeing that shit years ago in magazines. Yeah, it was. It was like I don't know how well we did off it, but no, nah, probably not. Like, probably not very well. That was back when all those cunts were selling lugs and all kinds of shit in the fucking in the back pages of the yeah, Sauce Funkmaster yeah, Flex in lugs. Yeah, exactly, dude. <laughs> yeah, so like I um I just managed to get on board with them and just started selling clothes at like like um so when I was a kid, no one really wore puffer jackets. You know what I mean? Yep. No one really wore that, and um, we sort of started wearing that style, you know what I mean? Because, you know, that was the kind of the style that all the – we saw in the B Street magazine, I mean, B Street movies and the yeah. magazines and all that stuff. Yep. So I started importing those jackets, our puffers, our reverse black and yellow puffers, um, and no one really wore them, you know? Yeah. And we, well, that was our style. People picked up on it later in the years, but we started all that, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Well, Puffers, um, was it North Face? But was it like fucking, what were you getting early? No, the brown was called One First Down. Okay, yeah, yep, yep. Um, and like, they were mad jackets, you know? They were black and yellow reversible, black on one side, yellow and reversible, yellow on the other. Yep. And like, yeah, we started all that shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Didn't you even get like, the fucking- a lot of shit that we started that people just like today- you wouldn't think about it, but Obese was the forefront of, like, a lot of stuff that went on. Yeah, didn't you? I mean, didn't you guys even get Clarks in there for a while? You just sound like- I was about to say that. Yeah, we were the first to bring Clarks yeah, in. Yeah, dude, I remember. I remember. So we, um, like, they were on the front cover of the, the Ghostface album, man. Iron Man. Yeah, Iron Man, and yep. they were talking about Wallies and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So I just ran up Clarks, and they said, oh, well, we're getting them in next year. And I'm like, okay, well, I want to get them. 
So they came down and saw the store, and yeah, we were the first to sell Wallies. You know? Yeah, dude, that was fucking that was in, some in, shit. In, in the whole of Australia. We were the first to sell. They were like, "What? You, you know about these shoes? You know?" I'm like, "Yeah, man." Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember, so, dude. I remember dudes coming back from fucking obese in those years, or like coming back to Brisbane and having you know like baby blue Wallabies and all that kind of shit. Yeah, man. man. Like, yeah, it's crazy, dude. And man, everyone got them from obese. Yeah, well, we like, like there's a lot of things that we started. You know what I mean? Like, mm, mm, I mean, obviously we didn't start them, start them, but in Australia we sort of were the first people to sort of bring a lot of styles in. You know? Yeah, definitely, hundred percent, bro, hundred percent. I mean, yeah. you're, you're, you're there at the fucking infancy, man. There's no, you know, there's no real sort of template for what you what you were doing at that point in time. I mean, there is in terms of fucking retail, but in terms mm. of running hip hop and you know hip hop oriented shit, like you know in this country. Clothing, records, whatever. These guys are really at the forefront. I mean, I want to get there, man. Before we get to, before we get deep into the obese stuff, because it is, it's just a, you know, it's a huge part of everything that you know you created and you did. I mean, what 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 retail were you working as a kid, man? What what shop was your old man running? Uh, he owned Mariposa Gallery, like I said. He um, it was like a um art sort of like sold pottery and um, paintings and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I just kind of worked there, not worked there, like I was never paid or anything, but I just kind of handled the shop when he wasn't around, you yeah, know? Of course, of course, of course, of course. And I imagine that's where you fucking developed that fucking hustlers mentality earlier. I mean, even just from the old man, the old man's running his own business and shit like that, man. You just start seeing that kind of, you know, that work ethic and what's involved in fucking, you know, getting out there and making a crust just, you know, by running a shop and doing that kind of shit, man. It's got to be a good sort of lead up to where you'd go in life. But like, you know, you're, you're kind of fucking early years, bro. You were involved with the East Malvern boy, like EMB crew and all that and TGC later on. Can you break down yeah. some of those years for us, bro? Yeah, so I guess the lead up to being an EMB was like I was like a kid, you know, like um, got into got into skating, and then like as the um, years progressed, um, I was into um, you know I kind of heard my first Public Enemy album when I was a kid yeah. um, as a skater, and then later on NWA straight out of Compton, <clears throat> yep. and. Um, Sort of picked up the, the, the hip hop vibe from there, you know. And yeah. I always loved it, you know. Yeah. And then when I went to high school, I started doing graffiti, you know. And I was never really, I won't lie, so I was up on the trains because back then graffiti was like rampant in Australia. Yeah, um, bro. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, especially Melbourne, like, yeah. Uh, you know, if you didn't have a tag, you were nobody, you know. Yeah, dude. If you went up on the trains, you were nobody, you know. The riders ran the system, you know. And Mel- and, um, and everyone and and like as we said from the outset, bro, like fucking the, no states in that period, and I'm and I presume we're talking late eighties into the early nineties. No states did it as well as even Melbourne. late nineties, bro. Yeah, sorry dude. to cut you off. Nah, not at all, man. Not at all. Feel free. Early two like, thousands. Yeah, dude. you know. Man, like Melbourne until they changed the train system. Sorry, man. No, nah, you're right, bro. No, but I'm just saying, like Melbourne, fucking Melbourne, man, head and shoulders above the fucking. You know, it's easy. One of the top five cities, graffiti wise, on earth. You know, like yeah, still to man, this day. Like, Melbourne took over after New York. Yes. Yeah. yeah you know. Yeah. 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 I don't disagree. Like, we had like the train system was fucking destroyed back then. Mm-hmm. You know, like second to none. Second time in New York. Yep. You know, second to none in, in Australia. Yeah, no, you know? definitely, definitely. Well, if you didn't have a tag, you were a nobody, really. And yeah. even if you had a tag, you had to be a somebody. You had to fucking put in work, you exactly. know? Yeah, that's it, that's it. So you found yourself kind of immersed in that? 
early on just via hip hop and shit. Like, so it was just, that was the next fucking, that was pretty much the next step in the progression of things. Yeah, well, I sort of, um, I loved hip hop and I was into that. And then I was picked up a tag. I wrote Jubes and B. I wrote Jubes, and um, which is a, you know, that was when I was like thirteen. Yeah. Um, my mate gave me that, and my mate um, Budgie B. Um, he went on to be like a superstar in the graffiti scene. I won't tell you his, t- his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, mate, he his older brother was um, uh, ten. Uh, TAC and AMB, and his oldest brother was um, Santa DMA, and his oh, young yeah. and his middle brother was uh, his youngest. So he was the youngest, and the second one up was um, Tear T- uh, AMB TAC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had these all this legacy in his family of old school writers who were killing it. You know, I mean, Santa DMA was one of the best in Melbourne. Yeah, you know? okay, without a doubt. <clears throat> and um, you know, like, so he was AMB. Just because they started AMB, you know? Yes. And I was like, wow, AMB, East Melbourne Boys. I just love the name, you know, East Melbourne Boys. Like, yeah, it was yeah. more of a gang than a graffiti gang. I was going to say, was, that's what it sounds like to you. It sounds more gang. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, all graffiti writers, but like, you know, like, you know, you had Plot, DMA, Senna, you know, but like, you had like writers in there who weren't getting up as much, so it was still AMB, you know? Of course. Yeah. Um, uh, so it was more like a gang. I wasn't even from East Melbourne. I just fucking idolised them, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, where were you, where where in Melbourne were you from? I'm from Hawthorne. Okay, word. Yeah, yeah. Free Road. Yep, 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 yep. Um, so, so what was I saying? Yeah, so they um they uh they gave me um so like you know I was always like oh AMB AMB I want to be an AMB I want to be an AMB mm. and I was like you know if I give them I was like thirteen you know I didn't know any better I was like if you give me a pair of shoes if I give them a pair of shoes <laughs> I can't get the AMB you know yeah dude and then like one day the Harold Holt pool party like they had this Harold Holt pool party every year yeah. Harold Holt was like a, um. It was like a, a swimming pool. Yeah, 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 yeah. A ten meter diving ball, and it was just went off every year. You know, like every blood, every single hood in Melbourne would go there, get drunk, get in the fights. It was just like <laughs> it was off its head. You know, <laughs> every person who was a somebody would be there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, so we went there, and I'm like, like ten. Pool. I remember so this is uh, so. I first went down to um to East Malvern the, my first night, and I met um uh, Ten, which is my mate's older brother. Mm. Ten CGC, rest in peace. He's passed now. Yeah, uh, he passed when I was like um when he was like seventeen. I was like fourteen or fifteen. I know he's probably a bit older. And I was a bit older than that, but um he yeah. passed um unfortunately. Okay. I, I idolised that bloke. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was bro. like good bloke. Strong, handsome, good footy player, got up on the trains, you know, did well for ladies, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, he was just a legend, you know. Yeah. And um, yeah. so I get to – my name's Shaheen, right? Um, and, you know, it's hard to pronounce at the best of times. <laughs> but um, I get off the train, he's like, what are you doing, Shazley? What are you doing, Shazley? You know what I mean? So it stuck from then. That's where it Shazley, came from. That's where it came from, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, you know, uh, that was my name since then. It's been my name to this day. You know, yeah, everyone calls yeah. me Shaz. My, my friends call me Shaz. My mum calls me Shaz. 
you know, my, my, my partner, you know, it's Shaz and stuff. It's Shaz, that's how it is. Um, yeah, that's how it is. So um, I got off the train, you know, I had a couple of grams of uh, pot on me and we went and smoked pot and he put me in these mobile boys. And then they held a whole pool party, like Cirque was there, Tommy was there, everyone was there, you know, the whole crew was there. And I'm like, I'm an EMB now. And they started laughing, like, oh, yeah, EMB, you know, like, you know, who are you sort of thing. Anyway, I had to work. I had to put in work to sort of prove that I was like, because I was just like, you know, I wasn't from East Melbourne, you know, they were all from East Melbourne, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, like I was probably the only dude from that wasn't from East Melbourne that was, you know, down with a gang, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I used to go to um, Richmond Station. Like, that's where Platform Nine and Ten is where riders all the bench. riders used to hang out. Yeah, bro. It was a riders' bench, yeah. Yeah. So I used to go there every day after school and just sort of. Made my presence known, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Set up yeah. on the trains, you know what I mean? Just, you know, and I started hanging out with them all, smoking weed, doing, doing, going doing graffiti, you know, and, um, yeah, I mean, those, uh, I listened to hip-hop, you know, that's just how I got down, you know what I mean? Yeah. What was, the, what was the writer's bench like when you just fucking, when you first sort of walked into that into that environment? Well, that, that's where it all was happening, you know, like, yeah. Like, it was crazy. There'd be 20 riders hanging out there every night, you know, for hours. That's where everyone met up, you know. There was no no mobile phones. Nah. People didn't ring each other. That's where they met, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, crazy times, you know. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You would have seen know, – you- Kids don't sort of – kids don't know these days, you know. Like You would have seen some shit on that platform, so I'll mate. meet you here, you know. Oh, I can't, man. Fucking – dude, listen, remember when you had to go to a train station just to use a payphone to fucking meet some cunt? Like, you know, that's what it was. That's oh, exactly, man. That's, you know, that's exactly what it was. I mean, you would have seen some shit going in and out of that fucking – that writer's bench, man. I mean, anyone that's hung out there that we've had on that on, on this podcast we've spoken to about, I mean, you know, a lot of the older gen now go, fuck, you know, you're kind of dumb cunts just all hanging out at the fucking, you know, you, you know your red lights essentially. You know, you're sort of putting yourself yeah. out there and all that kind of shit. But, yeah, what, what was it like walking into it? your age mate like you had to prove yourself um so uh one second hold on one second can i just can i just can i just pause there for a second yeah mate yeah yeah. do you think do you think sorry you're right brother sorry go on what was the question again you're right man um, you're right no no i was just saying like did like you know did emb east Melbourne boys like were they were they heavy at the riders bench you know like how did that sort yeah, of yeah every crew was every crew yeah. wca dma yeah. um this is before tgc times um but you know msa you know every crew would hang out there you know mm-hmm. ksa mm-hmm. 3174 every single game you know but not like like like, like everyone was down with each other, but everyone had different, like, different ones, different crews, you know what I mean? East Melbourne boys are there, you know? Mm. Mm. Thanks. Um, yeah, like, uh, so, you know, everyone was mates, you know what I mean? There'd be, there was always tension and there was always, like, arguments, fights, you know? Mm, mm, mm. But, like, that was the place to be. Were you if young- you're anybody in the graffiti scene, that's, that's where you made up. Yeah, that's where you, you know? were. Were you younger than most of the dudes there, or that- yeah, I was pretty young at the time. Like I was sort of about two, three, maybe four years younger than the rest of them. Yeah, yeah. And like, um, so yeah, like I was up and coming. You know what I mean? Yes. And like they are all established writers, you know, and mm. good fucking writers too. Like. Mad at doing pieces, mad up on the trains, you know, like 
it was all about how much you got up on the trains, you know, of panels, course. pieces, you know, I've been seeing denim. I've been seeing denim do jump downs at Glenfrey Station first thing in the morning when I was smoking cigarettes, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, those dudes went, like, puzzle. Man, those dudes were just, like, Fucking they were kings, man. Dude, you know, like, legends. you know, like, I'll jump on the train in the morning at, and go to fucking school, and to see Puzzle jump on the back car. Like, so the back car always had a Gumby. A Gumby was, sorry, they didn't have a Gumby in the middle car. I don't know if you know what a Gumby was. Yeah, the fucking the the train, the fucking train drivers and shit. Yeah, the train drivers and yeah. the, the ones that used to. So they'd always sit in the middle car, you know. Yeah, yeah, and um. To get so you jump on the back car, and that's where all the mainly the back the graffiti got done. Not mainly, but a lot of the graph got done because they couldn't see it. You know what I mean? Yep, definitely. And um, you know, to get on the train and see Puzzle get on the train was like you'd just be in awe of this dude, oh, man. You know nice. what I mean? Like yeah, to get up yeah. and just start bombing and like, fuck, man, looking up to that bloke. I remember seeing like so as a kid, um, we we're on the back train, and I don't know if you've ever heard of um Wintle and um. PJ, okay. Peter Stevens. Heard of, oh, yeah, dude, of course, of course. Yeah, Peter course. Stevens was, they're both cops, um, basically undercover um, train cops who went around bashing kids and, <laughs> yeah, man. you know what I mean, yeah. and stopped all the graffiti on the trains, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they Peter, couldn't yeah, rise Peter to Stevens. rank of detectives. They were just scumbags. They used to bash kids and do all sorts of shit like that. You know? Bro, dude, listen, if you went back through like some of our like our back catalogue episodes, man, we've had some mad Peter Stevens stories, bro. Like cunts getting fucking like, you know, like teenage kids, you know, like talking to Jewel, talking to Tame last week, talking to fucking murder, bloody, you know, whoever else, pest, you know, like, man, go through the list of the people we've spoken to, man. Each and every one of them has a Peter Stevens got- story. Dude, even yeah, fucking, so- even, even bloody, um, we spoke to Cab from Adelaide. He's got Peter Stevens stories, you know, from his time spent just, you know, hanging, yeah, out, hanging out in Melbourne for six months, man. Those cunts were vigilantes, bro. Mm-hmm. So on the train one day, me and Desi RDC, Desi used to go to my school. So I'm on the train. I'm, I'd start, he starts bombing. I'll grab the marker, start bombing. We didn't look in the back window. So there's always a back window that you can look through to see if there's jacks in there, you know what I mean? Yep, 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 yep. So we didn't look in there, you know, and fucking, um, I don't know why we didn't look. It's just a standard thing to look. But so we looked, we didn't look, and then, like, we're bombing the train. Next thing you know, I went to jump off at Auburn Station to pick up my little brother from school, mm. and these two fucking big men come and just battered me in De- Desi, ripped us apart, man, like, pulled my shirt apart, you know, like, full-grown men. I was 14, man. Yeah, you know dude. what I mean? Yeah, 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 I yeah. wrecked me, you know, like, and wrecked Desi, like, smashed him all over the place, you know Fuck, what I mean? Fuck, yeah. Like, battered him, you know what I mean? Jesus. And Jesus. Just for doing a couple of tags on the train, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they took us back to the jack shop and they let us go. They let me go because I was, I was 14, man. I was fucking shattered, you know? Yeah. And um, so they they um charged us and, yeah, like my parents got told and all that sort of shit. But, um, yeah, so... You know, some of those um, cunts, man, I don't mean to interrupt, but some of those cunts, and just, like, having heard so many stories about those Melbourne transits, Peter Stevens in particular, and oh, a couple man. of the others. Man, like, like seriously, bro, that there's some closet sick fucks, you know? Like, like seriously, oh, man, man, beating up on kids crazy. the way they did, yeah. over graph, you know? Like, it's some shit, man. It's some absolute shit. Like, it's fucking like, crazy. Like, like um, 
armed KSA did a Peter Stevens sucks camels cocks pa- panel because <laughs> he used yeah. to smoke fucking um, camels. He used to smoke camel cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So Peter Stevens sucks camels cocks. Yeah. <laughs> they did a panel and they battered him, I'm pretty sure. They oh. fucked him up when they found out it was him. Yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, he, armed KSA is another legend, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, fucking A, absolutely, man. Still getting up, still doing pan- pieces to this day, you know, still dedicated. Yep, definitely, dude, definitely, 100%. Still a fucking icon in, in Victoria, you yeah, know. Man. And KSA had that reputation well beyond fucking Victoria, yeah, well beyond Melbourne, smart. man. Yeah, absolutely, dude. You know all those yeah. guys, all those dudes. Three on seven four, fresh mess crew. Yeah, I used to love the word fresh mess crew. Yep. You know what I mean? Like yep. fresh mess. You know, like it's just a fucking mad name. You know? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm and gonna... they were thugs too, man. They didn't took up any shit. You know what I mean? Even yeah. the jail system, those blokes fucking ended up like running the system. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep, yep, absolutely, man. Okay. Absolutely. I'll be talking to um talking to a good mate of mine from FMC early next year, a friend of yours too, Bracer. You know, we'll be talking to him, bringing him on the podcast next year to get some of that history. We've had bloody um we've had Jason, Shem and all that kind of shit. Yep. But yeah, no, all definitely. All icons, do. man. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. I mean the three one seven four shit, that Noble Park stuff, and then you know, obviously FMC. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean those boys were those boys were heavy. I remember when Bracer came up here, I was telling you some of the stories, man, you know, like he used to fucking fill me in on a lot of that Melbourne history when he was living with us up here, man, and it was just, yeah, man, like those cunts, you know, those cunts were heavy. Man, dandy boys were another level, you know. For yeah. some reason, like, they were just like, I don't know, man, like, they were crazy, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. they all got in and out of prison, they are all fucking tough, you know what I mean, they are all, you know, as they come down to Melbourne and bash, because they changed the whole, they changed the graffiti scene, and not in the, it, look, they changed the graffiti scene to more of a, it became like a gang culture as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but like that's just the way it evolved as well. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Was there was there was there much resentment amongst like you know? So you had probably you know you had the artier side, those dudes that were more style oriented in Melbourne at that time, and then you had. The, the the fucking the thug element. I mean, man, dude, like, man, I've heard mad stories. Like, I mean, those cunts used to rock colours and all kinds of shit down there at Danny. Yeah, man. Like, like, so you had MC3 who were, were in red. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and um and and three on seven four who were blue, blue. You know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, they obviously took that from the colours movie. Mm, 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 mm. Um, you know, and they used to fucking fight off, fight each other. You know, like you had the Lebo Tigers. You know. Um. You know, you had a fucking, they used to punch on, like, and they were fucking mean, mean cunts back in the day, you know what I mean? They yeah, were fucking right. badasses. Yeah, man, yeah, 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 that's it, that's it. But it's also, like, fucking Melbourne of that era, man, like, it was, you know, there was a degree of segregation before it was even really recognised as segregation, you know, like, Melbourne, like, my, you know, my old man's family's from Melbourne originally and stuff like that, like, yeah. my mum's family as well, they're all from Melbourne and stuff like that, my old man's family's European and shit, and, um, yeah. you know, like, you know, like, it was a real clannish thing in Melbourne, you know? And that's what I always imagined. A lot of, uh, you know, a lot of kids growing up out of those sort of traditional environments found themselves in gangs based on the environment they grew up in. And in many regards, whether they stayed yeah, with, you know, whether they stayed within their ethnicity or anything like that. But you know, you gravitated towards that because that's what Melbourne was, man. You know, when we've spoken to dudes, oh, yeah. that's when you know when we've spoken to dudes on here, bro. Like you know, Melbourne was heavy, bro. Like you know, it, it was around yeah. around this country, man. It was heavy. You know, like Brisbane was probably no different, but. Less gang oriented, more just you know, like yeah, you know, yeah, it's bugged, man. It's it's some fucking bugged out shit. Oh look, 
you know, you couldn't jump on a train when I was a kid without worrying about if you're going to get stabbed, or uh, get shoes taken, like rolling cunts was huge, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, as a kid, I used to get my hat taken all the time, yeah. and I have my shoes taken, you know, there's a lot of politics that went on, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. and, yeah. you know, like, you know, hectic times, man. You know, I don't know what the kids go through today. I mm. don't know, but, mm. like, you know, if my son has to go through anything that I went through, I feel sorry for him. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. But, it, but you know, I mean, fucking playing devil's advocate, it also sort of, you know, that like going through that shit, you don't want your kids to have to go through that shit. But in saying that, like sometimes that some of that shit's character building, man, and it makes you the man you are oh, today. Of course. You know, in many regards. Yeah, no doubt. I you mean, know? it's also character revealing too. Well, you know fuck, what I mean? of course. Very much so. Fucking A. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, oh, some of the shit that I went through as a kid, you know, like we still go through to this day, you know what I mean? Mm, like, mm, mm, you know, mm. I mean, Melbourne's a pretty fucking hefty place when you, when you think about it, you know? Yep, yep, definitely, definitely. It's, the, mean, it's the country's New York City, bro. It's our country. It's Australia's New York City. That's what Melbourne yeah, is, Yeah, like 100%, man, like 110%, in fact. Like, yeah. you know, like we – I would say that if anything, like – we are like very akin to being fucking. I don't know if that's the right word, but uh, being like New York. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yep, yep, yep. I don't know what there's. I mean, you know, there was a whole lot of blood and I mean, blue and red shit that went on. But do you know what I mean? That would have been picked up all through through the world after that colours movie. Course, you know what bro. I mean? Of course. I mean, they started fucking. They started flying colours in New York City. You talk about parts of Harlem and shit like that that are blood, blood, blood neighbourhoods. Where does that yeah. shit comes from? That, that shit comes from the West Coast, and that shit comes from you know seeing colours, boys in the hood, fucking listening to the records. You know the Crips and Bloods, right? You know whatever, like whatever was fucking popping at that time, man. Yeah, we're all exactly. influenced, dude. We're all influenced. That that's that influence on thing. You know, but Melbourne, what Melbourne had. Like, you know, dude, coming from a fucking, like, you know, in the early 2000s, you know, like, and I've told these stories on this podcast a million times, cunts are probably just sitting there rolling their eyes, but coming from Brisbane to Melbourne, coming from, like, this small, what was widely regarded as a big country town to Melbourne, yeah. felt like going to New York City, bro. That's what it felt like to me, man. You know, like, you just can't yeah, have, you know, you just just had it. Yeah, I mean, you know, we did. I mean, how do I put this? Um... So, you know, like um, uh, we had the train lines, yes. you know? Yeah. We had the train lines, which is kind of like, I don't know what Sydney had. I never really spent much time up there, but yeah. I guess they had trains as well. But, you know, our train line, our whole culture is built around the train lines. That's it. You know what I mean? That's it. That's like, it. You know, the riders, the riders bench. You know, it was all built around that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think the density of population down there too has a lot to do with it also. Like, so you'd, you'd have, like, fucking people living it. Like, you know, you see those fucking project build, like, you know, all the fucking count, the the estate flats and all that sort of shit. Yeah. Like, you know, and then, you know, even when you'd go into Melbourne, you could be in the CBD, but you could travel out fucking 15 minutes via tram in any direction and it still feels like you're in the city, man. Like, there's that, yeah. that density of population that, you know, kind of breeds culture man you know like you know like cunts travel like you don't get that shit in 
cities like yeah. Brisbane, man. Cities in Brisbane aren't like that, you know? Like, it's fucking, it's just different, man. Our city's fucking the city and that's fucking it. You'd go down there, man, and you travel, like I said, 15 minutes either side and you're still in what is the city, you know? You go to St Kilda, Paran, you go to fucking, Jesus Christ, whatever, Fitzroy over on the other way, you go to Northcote, fucking boom, boom, boom. It still feels like you're in town or you're only five minutes from town, you know? It's still just... Yeah, that- it's dense. That's it, man. That's it. That's it. And I suppose it, it breeds that. But like in like with EMB and shit, man. You know, we'll we'll get moving through the history and stuff. Like, um, yeah. You know, was that a big part of things for you growing up, man? Like, did you carry that for a long time? Or oh, I'm still an East Melbourne boy. I'm an East Melbourne boy till I die. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Till I die, I'm EMB. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like, like I, I don't see the boys as much these days. You know, we're all kind of growing up, growing up and doing our thing now. But yeah. You know, I still I still love them all and you know, I'd die for any one of them. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yep. like you know I, I, it's not like we 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 hate each other or we don't speak, it's just you, get you know we're doing all right. We need to get older and do your own thing, but I'm still an yeah. Island boy. Yeah. Always will be. Of course, of course, of course, of course. So how much of it so like during that period, what leads you into Ollie Bobbitt's store? Just the records? How do you meet Ollie Bobbitt? Uh, so he was uh, he was a writer and oh, yeah, he was right. WCA. Oh. I won't say what his tag was, you know what I mean. But um, yeah, 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 yeah. he was an older bloke who I looked up to, and we got to know each other. We were, you know, both smoked a bit of pot, mm. you know. We both, you know, we were sort of down with the hip hop, and you know, mm. like he was an older bloke who I looked up to, you know what I mean. Of course. And yep. I guess you know we kind of just gelled in the fact that we were. On the same level, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and you know he liked me and respected me, and like he loved hip hop and you know the records, and like, we always did good business together, you know. So, mm. Mm. you know, like I walked in his store, I go in his store already knowing him. He'd always like always be like, "Hey, Chaz, come over here. I've got this new record. Listen to this." You know what I mean? And you know, mm. kind of took off from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he open? Like, did did Ollie Bobbitt's open? Like, what? Where were people copping hip hop in Melbourne at the time? Like Central Station Records, you know. Central like, Station was the only place you could get records back then. That's what it was, and is that why? Is that what led Ollie to open Ollie Bobbitt's? Is that how that came about? Well, I guess so. Like he kind of, I don't know exactly why he did it, but there was no place you could go get specifically get hip hop records. You know what I mean? Like mm. places, like, heaps of places you get techno. The techno scene was huge in Victoria. Oh, of course, like massive. You know, like the. Yeah. the, the Dance party scene was huge. Like you know, like yeah. when we opened Obese um, or Obese Records, people used to laugh at us. They used to be like, you know, looking back now, it's like you know, they look back and they go, oh, you know, usual legends. You know, but they used to laugh at us. You now they used to think like they used to treat us like we were fucking idiots. You know what I mean? Look at these hit rappers. You know, yeah, yeah of course. Like, like. You know what you think, you know, like I used to get in high school, I get, oh, what you listen to, you used to listen to black guys talking about how big their dicks are, you know what I mean? I remember everybody saying that to me, you know, I'd be like, man, you don't know, you know what I mean? Yeah, dude. I remember, I remember cunts used to say to me, man, you listen to that and you, you know, you listen to that N shit. That's what people used to say to me. They'd be like, oh, you're into that, that, you know, N word shit, like, you know, shit, a word I can't use, you know, but that's what that would be like the school bus. My fucking, I remember when I did my trade, like when I got my apprenticeship, my boss, like, you know, I'd fucking, it was the early years, like, 
like of me traveling for doing music and shit. And I went up telling I used to initially I'd just say I'd say I have to go to a wedding or something like you know I'm going in a state. It was that infrequent. And then as the years went on, like it got more frequent. And I remember you know one day he said it to me, and it was just like a flashback to me on the being on the school bus in the early nineties. Oh, you do that. You you do that end shit you know you do that that you know that n-word shit you know it's just yeah. like fuck man you know like that's you know you, you don't even think about it like that when you're into it you know nah it's just i mean we saw all the trends that people are doing today like listening to hip-hop you know what i mean like it's huge these days like kids when we were kids like no one did that you know what i mean no, wearing up. sneakers look how big sneakers are these days yeah, come, fucking a. puffer jackets track suits nike wear you know, yep. Ralph Lauren, Nordica, all that shit. We started. I was the first to wear Nordica. No one wore that shit. I went to the States, come back with all this Ralph Lauren Nordica shit. No one knew what it was. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. the first to wear it. You know what I mean? The very first. Then now everyone's wearing it. You know what I mean? Well, like, it's well, huge now. Well, what were cunts wearing prior? Adidas, you know yeah. what I mean? Nike. Yeah, yeah. So I remember Brace got out of jail and I, I had gave him this mad white shirt and had Nordica down the side of it. It looked mad, you know? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, what's this? You know what I mean? And this, this, then his sister goes, oh, that's Nordica. It's really good. He never knew what it was, you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah, was that young. Him, but, him, but, like, he just got out of jail and, like, he had no idea. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Big shout to Bracer. Big shout to Bracer. Bracer, dude, Br- Bracer slept on, on my floor. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, you know, when, when we weren't, you know, yeah, anyway. He'll probably come up later in the conversation, shit. And we're going to talk to Big Bad Bracer next year. Like he's a good mate. Lived with Seven Fifty up, or lived with me and Ken Oath and that up here for a number of years and um, stuff like that. When he had to, you know, when he had to get out of Melbourne. But yeah, you know, Bracer will tell his own story when he comes on. But yeah, legendary figure, man. Legendary. Dude. Oh, another icon in Melbourne. You know, yeah, fucking dude. good bloke. Well, you 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 employed him at Obese, didn't you, for a little while there? Yeah, we did. You know, he was kind of like. Behind the, like, I'll get into more re- the reason why I did it later, I guess. But yeah, yeah. Well, let, well, let's get into that. Let's get into that. So you're in Ollie Bobbitt's, and what's he doing? Is he importing records? Ollie. Yeah. Was he importing oh, stuff, or was what? he now or back then? Well, this is back then. You know, when you were first going yeah, in so there, he, he started importing them, and like there was no internet back then. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, okay. yeah, yeah. like you know, to get like I said, I got onto Fat Joe, not one down, first down. I got onto like all these fucking brands and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So he got onto importing from some record. I can't remember their names, but he got into importing from them. He was actually getting it off um, a bloke's name. It was first with Planet Asia. Do you remember that rapper? Yeah, of course, fucking a, of course. So he worked at the place, and what was the other bloke's name? Um, not like Rasco. It was Peanut Butter Records. Oh, not Peanut Butter Wolf. Peanut Butter Wolf. Oh, Peanut Butter Wolf. Yeah, Peanut Butter Wolf. And what was the label? He was on Stone's Throw. Stone's Throw, bro. Yeah. What was the other dude's name? Uh, from Stone's Throw, what Madlib, Quasimo? Oh, actually, what were the early Stone's Throw records? The the um, oh, what were those cunts' names? Um, fucking they uh, Loot Pack. There was Loot Pack, Planet Asia, early, early Stone's yeah, Throw, Charisma, nah, Charisma, and Peanut Butterwolf. Um, nah, was another dude. Um, anyway, so he was like bringing out records and um, he was like selling us records back then. You know what I mean and I'm pretty sure Peanut Butter Wolf was one of them as well. Yeah. Oh, I'm a league so. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, he was, like, selling us – they were selling us records back then through the company. And, like, you know, we were bringing them in and, you know, like bringing 100 copies, 50 copies, 20 copies, you know, and – Is it pre-Fat you know, Beats? Is it pre-Fat Beats? Uh, sort of the same time. Yeah, right. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, like you know, you'd only kind of hear these snippets of things, you know, through the source, of course. through you know bits and pieces. You know, like mm. our our knowledge of what was going over there was just is minimal because, you know, what what could we hear? Only yeah. like there was no media, there was no internet. You know what I mean? It was just like, you know, yeah. No, that's it too. And yeah. people weren't flying over to the state. If you went over to the states and come back with a pair of feelers or a pair of British Knights, mm. you know what I mean? You were the man, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, Even, yeah. like, Knights you couldn't get. Like, when we were kids, you couldn't get all the Knights here, you Fuck know what I mean? no, dude. Fuck no. And you could barely get anything, you know? Let's sell a couple pairs of Jordans. Like, I got my first pair of TWs yep. before the old Tiger Woods, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like, yeah. they have the bare minimum Air Max, this and that, you know, like one little store it's tucked away here and there, you know? It was just like... It just wasn't like it was now where the sneaker shops everywhere you go. You go to Chadston, there's like 40 different sneaker shops. You know what I mean? Is there really? Like, yeah, Melbourne's, yeah, Melbourne's hectic, man. I mean, like, I'm a fucking, dude, listen, I'm a fucking sneaker nut. I've been a sneaker nut since I was a fucking kid, you know, since I was watching, yeah. watching the NBA, you know, watching, watching Michael Jordan play, you know, but those shoes were never accessible to us. You know, no, ne- never at any point. And beyond the price tag, man, like you had to be able to fucking get a pair, you know? You know, always bug out these days, man, like when I see like old flicks of, you know, whoever from, you know, like, you know, an old rider from 92 sitting on a, you know, sitting on a bench and he's wearing B-dubs or he's wearing a pair of Jordan yeah, 4s. Man. You know, like to get your hands on a pair of Jordan 4s when Jordan 4s were out, like in 89, yeah, 90, man. like, you know, that's some shit, man. Like I've got a picture of me sitting there in a Raiders jumper and it's like an old school picture of me when I was like 15, 16 with a bad look on my head, <laughs> long hair because that was the look back then, you know what yep, I mean? Yep, yep. Um, and I had B-dubs on, you know what I mean? Yeah, Black dude. with the purple. Like, and I'm like, they were the shit the, back then. I'm bro, really like, the blue ones, you know? Bro, the Persians, the black, the black purple B-dubs, man. Persian yeah, the dude. black and purple ones, the black and purple ones. Yeah. And they've retroed those, the those things fucking, you know, almost once a year, every year since, you know? Oh, no, you know, every, once a year, every year for the past fucking probably 20 years almost, you know? Like the Persians. Yeah, oh, the Persians, The Persians probably come out every, you know, 24 months or something like that, every two years, you know? You, you get a yeah, pair of man. Persians. But, yeah, that's it, dude. Dude, that's it, and to have them in that moment, man. I mean, you're the and fuck- not get stamped for them, yeah, right. Not get rolled at Richmond Station, mm. you know. Mm. You're like, you have to be half a tough country to get away with that, shit. of course, of course, of course. I didn't know how to handle yourself. Oh, yeah, fucking right. Then we grew up handling ourselves, you know, like yes. fighting was a big thing back then when I was a kid, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Who's who were you like, you know, like what, what was the co- like, you know, we, was it just fucking going somewhere expecting the punch on? Like, what was it, man? We like, used to go out looking for punch ons, you know, we'd get into fights with other gangs, yeah. bouncers, you know, like, um, you know, people at the pub, you know what I mean? Like, so that was the thing. Like, fighting was massive when I was a kid, you know? Yeah. And that's how you kind of proved yourself, you know? Definitely. I used to have black eyes, man, mm. all the fucking time, you know? I'd go to visit my grandmother, rest, rest in peace, um, with black eyes, you know, and big popping ones, you know? Like, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, right, walking down the street with my mum and my dad, and I'd be like, two big black eyes. I probably thought my dad gave it to me, which he probably might have back in the day, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What, nas- if you don't mind me asking, just on a just on a side note, what nationality are you, bro? What, Shaheen? Shaheen Wahid is my name. So yeah. that's an Arabic name. My grandfather was Pakistani, may rest in peace. Yep. And my, my he married a Norwegian woman, she's my grandmother, may she rest in peace. Yep, yep. Um, so my, my grandfather was called Babaji, um, wow. which is like, 
um, father and G at the end of that. Bubba is like father. G means like respect for like an older, you know, an older, you know, it's a Bubba G. My grandmother was far more, which is far, which is father's and more, which is mother. So father's mother. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. it was mother's mother would be more, more, mother's father, more far, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, yeah. um, uh, Father's father would be far, far, yeah. Did, so my, my grandmother was far more. Um, was was there a heavy presence of that in, like, you know, a heavy Pakistani or Norwegian presence in your house as a kid? Like, was that, you know? Mm, not really. My grandparents lived in Canada. My dad came from Canada and moved here when he met my mum in India mm. and moved here to, because obviously, you know, she fell pregnant and he moved here from yeah. Canada and started a life here with her, which is a big move, you know. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Absolutely. And, you know, like, um, he moved here, you know, started his new life and, you know, he sort of gave up his life with his, um, with, you know, with his rest of his family. His Not, family, you know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. I respect my dad for doing that. Like, it wasn't. He was a very tough man growing up. You got to, like, yeah. You got to respect that man. That's a fucking. It, it, it takes, you know, like, it, like, you know, even my 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 grandparents on my father's side, following World War Two, they landed in Melbourne and lived on the side of a road with three kids. Fucking couldn't speak yeah. the language in a fucking broken caravan with no wheels, man. Lived on, li down in Blackrock too, like a fucking suburb that's now a multi-million dollar suburb in Melbourne. They lived on the side of a road in a caravan with no wheels. Three kids, couldn't speak the language. Once the kids got old enough, they went out the house. You know, and they leave they leave the lives that they have, man. Like, you know, they, they, live, you know, they left family. They left their identities, you know, and all that kind of shit and come here just to start something new. you got to respect it, man. you got to fucking, Oh, yeah, you know, fuck you. It's 100%. a big move, man. Yeah. I couldn't move out of Melbourne, you know what I mean? I can barely move out of my my suburb, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel you. I feel you, dude. Yeah. I'm kind of the same, man. I'm kind of the same. Like, fucking, why would I leave Brisbane, you know? Like, you, you get comfortable. Yeah. That's what it is. You get comfortable. And, like, even without – this is before prior to the internet, you know, prior to fucking, um, you know, cheap mobile phone calls, you know, like cheap international phone calls, you know? Oh, bro. People still writing letters back then. Dude, I remember my 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 old nonna, her sixtieth birthday, man. Everyone crowds around the phone at her house. They had to get a phone. It was her sixtieth yeah. birthday. They had to organise a phone in Italy for the village that she came from. Because there's no there's no fucking yeah. there's no phones in the village, man. There's not one. So yeah. they had to organise a phone from some fucking neighbouring village or something like that. Get a phone into the village so her family they make a call from Brisbane to there to call and speak to the, like yeah. It's I mean pre internet. Crazy, it's just a diff huh? Different era, man. Different time. Different time. Yeah, man. man. Kids don't. They don't know these days, you know what I mean? They just think, like, this is, like, before even cordless phones, you know? Remember those old ones? Yeah, dude. There were those big-ass car phones, though. And you have to, like, turn the number, you know, turn the dial. Dial the shit, bro. even push-button phones, you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Yeah, you wouldn't even remember if you rang the right number because... You know, like you put your finger in the little the little hole and then yeah. like oh, wind it around, <laughs> wind it no, on. Could I please speak to so and so? You get on the phone to someone's parents. Could I please speak to Joe Blow, please? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, g'day, Mrs. Such and Such. It's Jacob here. Can I talk to you? Yeah, you know, it's just like yeah, straight real up, polite. Yeah, man. All right, 
I'll see if I can do it. Where is, you know what I mean? I'll tell you what, that's missing these days, bro. That that sort of thing, you that know. Like, level I, respect. Bro, I still talk to my mate, my mates that I've known for fucking, you know, near 30 years, 25 years. Like, I still refer to their parents when I see them as Mr. and Mrs. Like, that's what it is. And they're uh, like, no, nah, no, nah, you don't call I'm like, man, it will forever be Mr. and Mrs. to me. Like, I, I can't I can't refer to you as anything else, you know, because that's yeah. just what the fuck it is. That's how it goes, you know. In my world, the way I was raised, that's what the fuck it was, you know. Like, that's just, that's what it was. Yeah, no doubt. Hold on one second. I'm just going to plug my phone in. Do your thing, brother. Do your thing. Yeah, we got to keep that shit charged, man, because we got a fucking story to get through. <laughs> yeah, but tip of the iceberg so far. Yeah, mate, mate. This is how it goes, dude. Like, you know, it's just a fucking, you know, it's just a conversation. That's what I said to you, bro. It's always, you know, 20 minutes, something like that. Get into it, man. And, you know, it's just, dude, we just fucking, we just shoot that shit, man. Get that history. Capture that history. Document it, man. You know, document it for fucking others, you know? Yeah, no doubt. Hold on a second, let's plug this in. Oh, I'm oh, good to go. Hold on, how much have I got here? Put it on low power mode. One second, mate. I'm just going to... Oh, it's plugged in, doesn't matter. <laughs> Sorry, where were we? Oh, dude, I, I don't even know, just talking that shit. But, you know, like, when... Like, you know, so when you sort of first wandered into Ollie Bobbitt's and stuff, man, like, you know... That was, you know, what's what what's he bringing in, man? You know, you were talking about like, you know, he was sort of the early Stones throw releases and stuff like that. The Fat Beat shit was yeah. around that same time. You, you were getting your hands on, you know, that. Yeah, this is prior to Wu Tang. Oh, I think Wu had already come out. You know, I mean, so early Wu Tang records, yeah, yeah, yeah. BDP things. You know, like I picked up repressings of Criminal Minded. You know, this yeah. is like prior to KRS One saying you fucking. You know, supported fucking Africa Man Barter, who's a fucking kid, fucking. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, mm, 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 animals. But, you know, this is all like early shit. Big Daddy Kane, you know, like underground releases. Like, you, you even if I said it in these days, you're like, what? Like, I'm looking at my records right now. There's like 20 crates of like, just shit, like, all like Black Alicious, MF yeah. Doom, you know what I mean? Yeah, cool Keith. Yeah. They all love Cool Keith. I was never that big on Cool Keith, but Ultramagnetics, I was never big on them, but I've got all their records. Yeah. But they, they loved them. Like, WCA crew and that, they fucking loved Ultramagnetics. Cool Keith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just loved them. Like, yep. you yep. know, like all that early shit, you know, like, um, yeah, Critical Beatdown. Critical Beatdown. Yeah, fucking. Critical Beatdown. What was a cool case? Um, Dr. Octagon. Yeah. And, then the one with Tim Dog, uh, Big Time. Sex Dolls. Sex Dolls. Yeah, yeah, dude. You funk your head up. I've been going back to a lot of those releases in recent times, man. Like, you know, just because in in the moment, man, like I didn't get, like, you know, I was the same as you, man. I was like Public Enemy, NWA, Run yeah, DMC. Yeah, I love yeah. when Ice Cube went solo, Easy E, you mm. know, like all that kind of shit. Then as the 90s took off, whatever, as an adult, as I've gotten older, man, I've kind of back catalogued. So I, like, I go oh, back. they're classics. They're you classics, man. They're always going to be classics. Like, America's Most Wanted still pumps oh. in my head. It's my favourite album of Bro. all time. <laughs> hey, fuck You know what I mean? Man, mine How too. How good is that record? Dude, listen, I fucking, listen, I, I, I pretty much on a, on, on, on a, on any given day, I couldn't split America's Most Wanted and Death Certificate. That's me personally. I'm kind of like, yeah. fuck, I, I lean one way or the other as my favourite album. That's, that's me, yeah. man. Yeah, straight up. I don't know. What One day I'll have Death Certificate and I'll bump it for an entire week. Week, and then the next yeah. week, you know, like a month later, I'll go to fucking America's Most Wanted and I'll just play it, man. And just listen to it based on nostalgia because I, I listen to those records pretty much in the moment, man. You know, like when yeah. those records were still new, you know, like I was yeah. getting them myself, you know, or dubbing them off older cousins and shit like that, you know. Oh, the dubs, man. How oh. good were the dubs when you were a kid? Can't, like man. me and like, so I'll touch on this, like 
me and Brad, like mm. me and Brad grew up together. We were best mates, Brad Strutt, that is, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. We were best mates growing up and you know, he schooled me on hip hop. Like he used to get schooled on it from DJ Frenzy, you know? Yeah. And yeah. like they used to go rap together, smoke bongs, you know, like Frenzy was um Little River Band, I'm pretty sure his dad was his a little river man. band. That's right. Yeah, That's yeah, his right. old man was a little river band. Yeah. And <laughs> Frenzy was like a pioneer, you know. He was like our OG, you know. Absolutely. Putting bro. us up on stuff, you know. Yep. And like, yep. you know, he would go get his records from, you know, from Central Station. And there wouldn't be like a handful of records there. It wouldn't be like 40, 50 copies. It'd be like one or two, you know. Yep. And he'd go get them and put us up on them. Dub us classics and then then he I'd dub them off, you know, then tape to tape, you know what I mean? Yeah, like of course, of course. Quality would go every time, you know, yeah. like you could high speed dub if you just wanted to get it done quickly. You know, like it's yeah. just like fuck man, I, I gotta be out of here in half an hour, high speed dub an album to cassette, you know, like fuck. Yeah, man, kids don't know. They nah. just don't know, you know. <laughs> Dude, and we- then CDs came out and then it'd be C D to tape, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yep, yep. You yep. can never record a I still don't think or maybe you can now, but you can never record a uh, a record to CD, mm. or no, could no, you no. Re- record to tape? You could record record to tape. I recorded record to tape a couple of times. Like if you had the, if you had the system set up, like if you you know like if your folks had that fucking turntable on top of the hi-fi system or whatever, yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. could dub that way. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're saying. It wasn't fucking. It wasn't easy. No, man. Like I started collecting records because I went to Swinburne High, and I started collecting records when I was. At Swinburne, like everyone that all the writers sort of became into, got into techno and started selling me their right their and I was selling weed back then, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I was swapping for weed, or I'd buy. I had cash, so I'd you know buy records off them. I bought, started collecting records. I had like all these classics, you know. Like I got you know Criminal Minded. I got all these things, you know. Double I had one from Oli Shop. I had one from fucking my mate. Um, Sage, he gave me, I got one of them from him, you know what I mean? And yeah. all of a sudden my records started bumping, I had heaps, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. They yeah. sold all their records, you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah, you just picking up on fucking cunts just rid- ridding themselves of shit as they move into techno yeah, and, man, and dance music. They'll, they'll get into techno and dance music, you yeah, know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It became cool, you know? Yeah, of course, man. Yeah, yeah, fucking A. Fucking A. It was a similar situation up here in Brisbane for a number of years, man. You know, like a lot of yeah, dudes got out of the. Yeah, dude. A lot of dudes got out of the hip hop and moved into the dance scene, you know? But and, and you know, yeah. it's also you know following the drugs too. You know, a lot of cunts were heavy into yeah. drugs. You know, so they follow that. that that's that it, bro. Thing. Those part, you know, the disco biscuits, man. Like the fucking mm. party scene, the goey and all that sort of shit. Like you just start yeah, yeah, yeah. venturing into that scene because that's where that exists. You know, like hip hop at the time was fucking bugs and beers. You know, like that's yeah. And it was like it was kind of frowned upon to do that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, people moved. They evolved or not evolved. They you know, I don't know. Yeah. Although gra- gravitated, whatever you want to put it, but they, you know, they changed, you know. Yeah, well, fucking. <laughs> and I and I profited off of that, you know, like yeah, dude, yeah. I've got some it. mad fucking records that I still have to this day mm. from those blokes. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely, man, absolutely. And that was the start of Obese too, you know. So, my love for collecting records started from that. So that's kind of where it. That's kind of where it begins. So what's the okay? So get like, let's get back to like Ollie Bobbitt and all that kind of thing. What's the conversation? So what Ollie's like? He 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 wants to get out of the business, and you want to take it over. Like how does that sort of come about? Uh so he took because so we had two different like um so there was one bench uh, one like so we had one store mm. uh, at four A's at Street, and I had a like my little corner and he had his corner you know yeah and it kind of got a bit weird you know like and so he goes look just come into obese with me and like i was a pretty hectic like little 
little fucking gangbanger back in the day. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I used to come to work with black eyes, and he's not a really non-violent kind of peaceful guy. Yep, yep. And I think he kind of got – look, I'll be honest with you. He kind of got over it, you know what I mean? Yeah, dude. And yeah. he was like, look, I can't be around the violence, you know what I mean? Like mm. I that many times I come to work, I mean, he really just didn't like it, you know what I mean? Yeah. He just was anti-violence all the way, you know? Yeah, yeah. So – like, um, you know, he kind of was like, look, I've got to move on, man, you know. And I was like, cool. But I was 19, maybe 20 at the time. Mm. And he was 24. He had all these connections. And, and people kind of respected him. He's a skater. He's, you know, a good graffiti writer. He's older, you know what I mean? All of a sudden, I took over this business, you know. Yeah, yeah. I was 19. People kind of looked at me funny, you know. Yeah, of course. All these shop owners, all these, like, you know. What's he going to do? Anyway, they accepted me over time. And, you know, I ended up doing pretty good. And, you know, like, it took a long time for me to, you know, get through the fact that, you know, I was, people kind of, yeah, I was 19, 20, man. Like, who owns kid, bro. 20? Yeah, fuck it. That's what you I'm know? saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like. It wasn't, it wasn't the norm, you yeah, know what I mean? The furthest thing from it. Yeah. And, like, so he, like, you know, so he gets, you know, I mean, you're bringing in, you know, like, obviously, fucking, you know, cunts are coming in. Like, you know, we'll get into things. I've, I've, I've worked, you know, I've worked graph retail. So I kind of know, you know, in hip hop retail here in Brisbane. And, you know, mind you, yeah. I, I did a day a week and then went to fucking one day a fortnight after a while at a store called Crush City up here. That's, you know, big shouts to Crush. That's my family. Still to this day, it's family yeah. with the podcast and all that kind of shit. But, man, I, you know, like, I, I'm more than aware of, you know, you know, some of the many fucking, you know, not knowing what can walk through a walk into the shop on any given day man you know like yeah. did he get over that did he like you were kind of was that element coming with you was that element existing in that shop uh, prior look, look there was a lot of hectic riders back there man you yeah. know punch-ons were fucking you know mm. and mm. like thugs too man bad cunts you know what i mean like yep. especially you know and the heroin scene was massive you know what that's i mean it, like eh? that's it man. like it was pumping back then the heroin you know yeah. and like a lot of riders were using and like i kind of got over it too like people would just be like you'd have 20 riders hanging out the front it became the new riders bench you know what mm -hmm. i mean yeah yeah and like you know, you're trying to have, like, sales and shit. None of the riders were buying records from us. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, at the start, man, like, it was hard to make sales and shit, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But we managed to get through that, you know? Like, I, like I was selling a bit of weed back then, so, you know, I had to pump a bit of that money. Like, yeah, yeah. Keep things know, afloat. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I probably shouldn't say that, but it's the truth. Yeah, you know dude, I mean? yeah, and you've and you, you know you've fucking you've paid your penance, man. You've done your time for you know the the decisions you make as a kid, and you know you don't you know you don't need to be held to account for you know your kids, man. Your kids, fuck, can I sold weed? You know, yeah, like everyone but I mean, fucking I had sold to weed. Do it to fucking keep the business alive, exactly, too. dude. And that's you know from the outset, you know when I was introducing you, I was like, man, you're a man who did what he had to do to make this life a reality for other for others, man. Because yeah, you, man, you, you, you were the father of a legacy dude, you know? Yeah, thank you. Regardless of where Pe Pegs takes things following, you know, your incarceration shit, we're going to get to all that kind of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But you are the father of a legacy, brother. Like, you straight thank up. Thank you, man. You are the man that fucking started something, you know? So at what yeah. stage do you take it over, man? And it's like you turn it from obese to obese. Sorry, could you say that again? Oh, I was just saying, so at what stage do you, you know, when does Ollie walk out and you, you, you go, okay, fuck it, I'm turning obese into obese? So, do you know Perks and Mini? No. They own that. They own like a, a record. Uh, sorry, a uh, um, Perks is like a sort of a writer. He went off and did um, 
stuff for Fuck. Do you remember Fuck? Oh, the fuck, brand, of course, the skate brand. Yeah, ab- so, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, so he did all these um, advertise, all his um, gra- graphic design for Fuck. Yeah, right. And he, came, he was from Melbourne. He came back and started his own label, Pam, Pe- Perks and Mini. Wow. Still going today. It's yeah. not, I don't know how big it is. It's big in uh, Japan, I think. Yep, um, yep, yep. <clears throat> So one day I'm talking to him, I'm like, oh, man, I want to, you know, it's, it was still OB, OB's records for ages, you know. Yep. Had a sign at the front, OB's, OB's. And I'm, I was thinking, OB's, OB's, you know. Yeah. I just sort of didn't want to change it too quickly because Fat record, uh, fat Beats was around, you know what I mean. I was like, I was at a bite, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But it just like got to the point where it's like it's not OB's anymore, you know. Mm, and mm. I said to Perks, I'm like, I want to change it to OB's. And he's like, I was thinking the same thing. It's a good name, you know. It's a so like, I changed name. it to OB's. You know, yeah. and it became obese. It was obese records fat, uh, cheaper than your mama. That was always thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because we had cheap records, you know. Yeah. And he was like, you know, funny cunt, cheaper than your mama, you know. And then it became obese records. Um, so I had this lady come in and she was like, um, selling, you know, um, telephone, like, but ads in the phone book back then because obviously had phone books so you don't have these <laughs> these days and she's like yeah, what to be in the phone mama <laughs> yeah. she's looking at me funny and I'm like look it's you know it's just a joke you know what I mean yeah. anyway yeah. later it became a bitch record fatter than your mama yeah yeah you know mm. Mm. so mm. you want to start I'm gonna do the same. Is that what wound up in the phone book? <laughs> in the fucking yellow pages? Obese, fatter yeah, than your mum? Yeah, cheaper than your mum was in there for ages. It was obese records, cheaper than your mum. And then yeah. later on became obese records, fatter than your mum. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's a fucking – and it's a dope little catchphrase just to attach to it. Yeah, like, so when we did that um, – uh, what's his name? Um, Flick from fucking um, – Burn. Uh, Burn Crew, but he was also what was uh, the um, TT? Um, what is it? Fucking not TSF, TFH. Oh, no, not TFH, TFA, 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 yeah, TFA, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> he did the designs for us, you know. I did the first support Australian hip hop, you know, that um, mm. the support Australian hip hop song, which is like two arrows. It looks like um, he designed it, he goes, oh, I've got a good idea for that, you know, yeah, but like, um, did Flick design I that logo? Said, oh, that fucking he designed it, but it was my idea, you know. Yeah, right. I wanted to do a support Australian hip hop thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did, goes, oh, I've got a good idea for that, you know. And he did that. How are you there? Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm listening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he did that. Um, it was my idea to do all the uh, um, Melbourne stuff. I mean, look, uh, I won't. I I thought of it, but I think that um, uh, what's his name? Um. You mentioned him earlier. Um, uh, what, uh, what? Who was it? What? Who in, involved with Burn Crew? Disguise, Puzzle, Flick? Uh, uh, Jewel. Jewel, oh, Jewel first yeah. came up with Melbourne years before that, but I'd never yeah. heard of it. You know what I mean? Okay. He's yeah. like, no, I come up with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was Mel, the Melbourne stuff, the AUS stuff instead of USA. You know, that was all sort of, of my course. idea. You know what I mean? And Dude. like, you know, not to take anything away from, um, you know, he designed it and he went and used that for, um, his stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. Because, you know, we're talking about, like, the fucking, like, you know, the real infancy of things and, like, the real golden era of Burn Crew, too. You know I mean? Burn Crew, shouts to Flick. You know, I talk to Flick, you know, regularly. Big shouts Flick to Brendan. Flick disguise and puzzle was at the start. Yeah, man. And then, you know, like, they kind of extended the crew. I remember in those early stealth magazines, you know, Burn Crew became, like, Flick disguise, puzzle, fucking Brad bias reason. You know, like, it extended yeah. the crew out to more shaz, you know, like. And that's, yeah. you know, like, those, the, man, those early Burn 
Melbourne, like the Melbourne shirts, the AUSTs. Like, yeah, that's amazing, man. That's amazing history right there. Yeah, they still do them to this day, you know? Yeah, dude, yeah. And, man, fucking shouts to Burn. Like, I've been, man, I've been back and forth. You know, he's had a few health issues and shit over the years. And if he's listening to this, big shouts to um, big shouts to Flick. You know, we're hoping to have him on the next available possibility, you know, the next available. Oh, he's a legend, man. He's yeah. a fucking killer rider. And, like, if you, guy. Yeah, if you think about streetwear in this country, man, who's done it for as long? You know, there's Blank. No, man. But even Blank. And he married um, a girl. Oh, man, I'm so bad with names. I hope she doesn't take us. Um, mm. and disrespect to this, but he married a chick that used to work at um, Revolver. Mm, mm, mm. I don't know if you've heard of Revolver. Oh, of course, dude. I used to do shows there. We were there all the time. Yeah, so Revolver was like one of the first. I mean, there was like, you know, there was like um, uh, Big Bamboo, yeah. Corner Hotel. Um, there's people putting him on like shows and stuff, but Revolver really kind of took it and gave us an opportunity to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they yeah. let us have shows and stuff there all the time, you know? Well, that's where like, everything, um, that's where everything. Camilo owned it, you know? I remember the yeah. first time I met Camilo, he's like real rude to me and stuff. And Tina, who used to work there, um, she was like, um, oh, you shouldn't be rude to him, man. He's like an up and comer, you know what I mean? He's yeah. doing all the shows, this and that. Yeah. And like, yeah, like he ended up showing me a lot of love, a lot of respect. Mm, mm. And, you know, like he helped build fucking Australian hip hop to what it was too. Yeah. You know, he gave us a forum for us to fucking put hip hop on, man. You know gave, what I mean? Gave, like, yeah, gave gave Melbourne a home for hip hop. Because I know even when yeah. we even when we travel down there, man, I swear for the first fucking the first, you know, five, six years of travelling to Melbourne, we were always on Chapel Street waiting for Soundcheck yeah, at Paran, wait for Soundcheck yeah. at Revolver, sorry. And you know, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. like it was all it was always, you know, hang out at Obe. And the first time I went down there with Oath in O two, or you know, the first time revisiting Melbourne for music. I'm down there. We hung out at Obese all day. First time I ever saw a fucking Dan Murphy's dude, a supermarket for booze. And we're just waiting. Yeah. For sound check, bro. We're waiting for sound check at Revolver, and that was always yeah, what it was. You're always on Chapel Street, always waiting. You visit Obese, go have a look around, fucking boom, boom, boom. Maybe go sit over in the park, have a couple of drinks, and then wait for sound check yeah, at four five o'clock. for that sold just nine. Yeah, dude. All that shit. All that yeah, shit, man. bro. All that shit. Yeah. Travel yeah, yeah. service pumping back then is half dead now, but is it really? Well. The Windsor Ends picked up a lot. It was dead for years. Yeah. The Windsor Ends really picked up, but um, the South Yarra Ends kind of like ghetto now, you know? Well, it kind of became like a fucking – it appeared to be like, uh, you know, towards the tail end of going, doing revolver gigs before it moved to, you know, we'd go to um, we'd go the Espy or we'd go to the Corner Hotel or we'd go out to Fitzroy or we'd be going to other – north the yeah. social club, you know, Northcote and all that. It seemed to turn into like a scene, like a scene of image freaks, man. Paran became like – that's where image was, you know, like image freak yeah. cunts. Just fucking, you know, doing their thing, you know, like I don't know, I don't know. It's just how it appeared. It to was me. big before Chapel, before Chadson was big. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, it was still big back then. But Chad, Chapel Street is a place to go, fucking, you know, to to strut your style, man. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. No you want to look good? You did down Chapel Street. All the clubs were down there. You know what I mean? Like. You yep. know, people did chap laps, you know, driving up and down, you know, like it was fucking, that was the place, Saturday night, you'd go there and fucking floss, oh, you know? Dude, yeah, I remember we'd walk down, we'd walk out, we'd finish a gig, you'd walk out, there was the fucking, what was it, the library steps or something like that, or the count, the hall steps or whatever it was up the road, maybe drink there, wander down to the Tattersalls and shit, like wherever you could get in after a hip-hop gig, you know, like it was fucking. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, dude, no, that shit was crazy. And use cunts like, you know, use cunts were a cornerstone of Paran. You know, down there. 
excuse me. I'm just having a drink. One second. Nah, man, get in here. I'm doing the same. Um, yeah, man. Like, I think, excuse me, <clears throat> a lot of people kind of look, they laughed at us and they kind of looked at us like, because we were selling paint and, you know, you know, hip hop records and, yeah. you know, the police had come past once in a while and fucking, you know, what the fuck's going on here and there'd be fights out the front and, yeah, yeah. you know, you know, there's always hoods hanging around. I mean, blows like out baseball bats one time, you know, like, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, you know, stabbings and all sorts of shit happened in that store, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there was a nice little cafe and they still used to bump Necro out. You know, that song that goes, um, how's it go? Um, I remember that I cafe. I in the face of the ranch. You know that one? Fuck, I don't know. Who, who was it by? Necro. Oh, well, uh, Dead Body Disposal. Yeah, he'd be like, um, the bitch had syphilis and we used to fucking <laughs> pump that. You know what I mean? Dude, like, those, first, those first Necro 12s, man, they're classics, dude. Like, she I was can't... beautiful. She was beautiful. <laughs> I smashed her in the face with a wrench. Yeah. And we used to pump it like all day. Baby, baby. <laughs> I used to just like, look at us like, what the fuck? Because yeah, <laughs> that shit was fucking nuts in the era, man. Like that, like hearing that yeah. for the first, like to me hearing Necro and then like you know Cage and there was a handful of others around that time. Eminem, man. Like I'm telling Straight you, we were up. the first to hear that shit. I was the first to hear. It. I, I got put everyone onto Necro, Eminem. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? All that shit in Victoria. Yeah. People didn't know who he fucking was. Yeah, yeah. Eminem, what the fuck is this? Put him on. Everyone's listening. To him, next thing he blows up. I mean, not because of me, obviously. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah. but but you're his first couple. 12 inches, you know? Yeah, but you're a proponent in helping that explosion, man, because there's, like, similar, so. dude, similar stories up here. Those early M&M 12s, when they first came in, like the fucking Bad Meets Evils, the Game Records 12s, then, yeah, um, you know, even, like, even my name is and all that kind of shit. I think I don't, yeah, I, 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 is, yep. I don't give a SoundCloud fuck. SoundCloud Records, all that. Yeah, dude, I don't give a fuck came out just prior. 365 with Old World Disorder, like, yep. man, M&M had mad joints back then, you know, and they were exciting, oh, yeah. man, exciting. Those 12s were Fucking yeah. exciting, man! No, it, was, it was exciting when you got your hands on one of those records, man. You know, like that yeah. was that was what it was. Straight up, straight up. No amazing yeah. records, but what you had that cafe next door pumping that shit. <laughs> oh yeah, and they were they were like gay guys who were straight. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, blokes were smoking joints out the front, and they just like they didn't talk to us for years, and then they started talking to us. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yep. Like that was just real standoffish with them, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I suppose I, I suppose they're fucking, you know, they're trying to run a cafe alongside fucking a burgeoning yeah. business that is, you know, bringing in, you know, questionable clientele at times. Well, if you black guys talk about how big the dicks is, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's it, dude. That's it. That's you know, it. and like to a certain degree, there's an element of that. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, man. Definitely. It was chest beating. It's fucking hip hop, man. It's hip hop. It's what raised yeah. us, man. It's you know, like it's that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. So when, like, with, you know, at what stage do you start? Because, you know, Obese was an, an early employer, you know, when we had Bias on the show, you know, the first time I made it to Obese, I, that's when the, one of the, oh, no, I met Brad up here before that, but, you know, Brad was working there. Bracer, you know, you start bringing people. Lethal Lee, Bias. Yep, 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 exactly, exactly. So at what point does the business grow to a point where you, you know, like, had you taken, you know, by the time you get Bias and Brad and whoever else working in there, had you taken a step back from it? Were you still kind of... No, no, I was always hands-on for, for pretty much up until the last six months where I – but we'll go into that, you know. Mm, but, like, mm, I was mm. always hands-on in that shop. Like, I always was there every day, you know. Yeah, yeah. I started late. I always slept in, you know. Yes. 
um, but I was always there for years, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So at what stage? At what stage? Like you know, this this retail business is pumping. You're supporting the local scene. The scene around the country is growing. You know, you probably okay. Okay, before I get there, what are some of the early local releases you were stocking? Like what was coming into the shop? Oh, like there wasn't that many, bro. But like mm. you know, like we had fucking obviously Bias's album, yeah. Um, Which you the were first couple on? OBR records, um, you know, like um, Mama's Funk. We bought that. They were, we got them from underneath the bed. Yeah. Um, you know, Hilltops sort of early releases before they had them before they blew up. Yeah. You know, like there was a whole lot of stuff there that. You know, like, you got to remember the Australian hip-hop scene wasn't the Australian hip-hop scene. No, it wasn't like it is now where you got, like, um, what's that crew, the, um, the, the numbers? That, oh, fuck, yeah. fucking, fuck, oh, I can't. What the fuck are they called? One four? Is it? One four? Yeah. There's, an, there's one four. There's another one with numbers as well. Yeah, I, I know the ones you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah sorry, man. I no, fucking, my, 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 you know, like, but like, they're massive. They get a million views. You know what I mean? Like, a million views overnight. You know, the Spaniards, all them, they, they, yeah. they all, that's all uh, like a byproduct of what we did. You know what I mean? And like, all day. You know, like, much respect to what they're doing. Like, fucking mad. They're fucking dope, you know? Yeah. But they all are what, uh, a by, uh, what, what evolves from obese. You know what I mean? Like, you had next level records in, um, Sydney. Sydney, but yep. I don't know if I ever can't, and you had Butterbeats. But, like, Butterbeats was owned by Casino. Casino came down and spoke to me, and he's like, you know, he had a magazine back then, I think. Blitz Creek. Yeah, he had Blitz Creek, and he was doing, um, he was doing um, bits and pieces with um, records and shit back then. And he goes, oh, you know, I'm like, oh, man, open up a shop. You know what I mean? That's the mm. way to go. And he opened Butterbeats, you yeah. know? Yeah, exactly. And, and he's like, yeah, sure, open a shop. And I'm like, man, I'm fucking, you know, I'm doing well off it. Oh, you know, and he's like, man, I oh, went off and opened up his shop. You know what I mean? But dude, Butterbeats started the same because we've had Casino on the podcast, man. And like, yeah. I, I went into Butterbeats. You know, I, I used to go into Butterbeats when it first fucking opened, and it started not like much. Like it was, it was pretty much similar to fucking how Obese or OBs started. In that, mm. it was a little fucking like it was nothing more than a cupboard in the back of a bigger fashion store in the valley here yeah. in Brisbane. You know, that's how it started. Yeah. Slanging a bit yeah. of paint, couple of records, few fucking important magazines and it grew from there but then you know yeah. also you know like he fucking to his credit he put out one of those early you know that uh, what was it the 143 compilation or the 13 uh, what the fuck was it called the 143 compilation 173 wasn't it yeah something like that and you know that had fucking that was the first time we heard authentic by brad you know the song yeah man and you, and know, you know how he got on that record i got him he goes oh we're gonna pick all the names out of a hat you know what I mean? Yeah. I go, mate, pick Brad's name, bro. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you reckon I should? I'm like, man, pick Brad's name, okay? And he put Brad's, he put Brad's name on there, put Brad's song on there, you know? Can't, that was a fucking, that was a highlight. I mean, that that's a compilation yeah. that had the hoods early, uh, mnemonic ascent, yeah, I think fucking yeah. crossbred mongrels, you know, but like yeah. what, to what, to the, to, to your point, dude, in terms of, you know, the younger generation, the, the, yeah. you know, those dudes that sold a hundred CDs or fucking 50 tapes, you know, let's not forget the cassettes that were available yeah, to all man. of us then that's set, yep. that's set the trend for what exists today. You know, and I always talk yeah, about, man. I always talk about how influence is this pervasive thing that people People don't truly understand in that yeah. you know you may not be directly influenced by the dude that sold 50 fucking cassette tapes in 1999 yeah, but it, it's, it stemmed off from there it took that it took that dude to do that for you to be where yeah. you are today 
you know? Because we were a joke to everyone back then. And, like, I remember when Bias put out his first album, it stemmed from him doing the radio show and him promoting himself over the radio show. Yeah. Um, 106.7, uh, I think it was, was Step Into the AM when Chrissy had it, and I think it was – What did it come after that? The formula. The formula, right? Yeah, yeah. So he did that, he promoted himself. I remember when he sold his first 100 records and I was like, man, I rang him up and I go, I think I left it like a voicemail or something, whatever it was back then. And I was like, oh, congratulations, you sold 100 records. You know what I mean? Like that was big for us, man. You know, 100 fucking CDs. That shit's massive, dude. That was massive. Yeah. Fucking A, dude, selling 100 100 records. 100 people bought his record. I mean, yeah. fuck, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you yourself were on that record. I mean, you, listen, yeah. you, let's not fucking skirt over this. Let's fucking get into this just momentarily. While we're on the subject, beeswax. I mean, beeswax is a uh, classic. Is a classic. It's a monumental moment in yeah. like local hip hop culture in Australian hip hop culture. Man, like beeswax yeah. is one of those cornerstones. Man, and you're on. You're on. Arguably the. Uh, well, fucking, arguably one of the best songs on the record, but my favorite. I want two of them. Well, yeah, two of them, but my one of my yeah. my favorite song on the record, "Rainy Days," brother. Like seriously, like yeah, that. I like it too, man. It's man. a cool, I reckon it's a dope track. The beats on that are just fucking wild, oh, man. Listen, yeah, all day, man. I even put on "Rainy Days" again today before coming, to, you know, coming to talk to you, just because I had to revisit. I'm like, listen, man, I'm talking to Shaz. I need to listen to "Rainy Days," and <laughs> it was just Rain like to rheumatism, paint a few lizards. <laughs> Dude, how long did you how long did you spit for? Like, did you take it seriously? Uh, not really. Like, yeah. so back then, me bias were really close. Bias come around to my joint and we smoke bongs and like, um, like watch movies and you know what I mean. Because my place was the my dad. I had a little shop. My dad had a shop and upstairs in my little bedroom was where everyone come to smoke bongs and listen to hip-hop. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep, yep, yep. So, like, I used to have all sorts of cunts come in there, like, flat out, all the riders, everyone come to my joint smoke. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And it was a place to be, you know? Like, there's not many places you could do that as a kid. You know what I mean? My dad smoked pot. You know, he didn't. He turned a blind eye to what was going on up there, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. He didn't like it, of course. Yeah. But he turned a blind eye to it, you know? Yep, 100%. So, one second. You're right, mate. Nice good glass of water. Yeah. So, um, he never really kind of gelled, and but they didn't not gel because they didn't get along, but like they just never really spoke to each other. Anyway, so Bryce is like, Brad was a rapper. Brad was rapping. You know yeah. what I mean? Brad was a dope rapper before rappers are rapping, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'd go to the Big Bamboo and rap at, um, Rap on fucking um, he'd he'd jump up in front of like CW FMC, you know what I mean? Mm, like mm. in front of hardcore cunts, man. Heavy hardcore cunts. cunts. He'd get up, heavy cunts, yeah. and they just be like, "Look at you! Well, you think you're a fucking black cunt?" Yeah, yeah. I shouldn't say it like that, but you know what I mean. You think I you're black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah. think you're fucking this, that, and the other. Yeah. You know, it was before rapping was anything in Victoria, in yes. Australia, and you know, we'd have to be, be just, you know. Just, just get through not getting bashed for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he had balls to get up there and rap in front of him. You know? Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So he, you know, he got up and he'd rap in front of him, and like, you know, we'd get skirt through the brakes, you know, and then fucking anyway. So I think I can't remember exactly how, but like, so we went and did um um went to DJ Excels, and oh, so first of all um. Bice like, I want you on this track, you know what I mean? Yep. And I like, played the beats from in his car off a, t- off a cassette. 
his old beat up fucking car. And I was like, oh, yeah. I'll pick that beat. I'm like, oh, I've got to rap on that. That's dope. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And um, I, I can't remember why, how Brad got on because those two weren't close. You know what I mean? Okay. But yeah. I think I might have said put Brad on it or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we went and did the um, – I did um, uh, Evergreen Assault. Yes. I did the fucking yeah. – um, yeah. You're on the hook. hook to that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You're on the, the hook. He wrote the hook and I just did it. I don't know why he chose me because I wasn't really a rapper back then, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But that... we got along real well and he goes, oh, I want you to do it, you know, and yeah. I was like, yeah, cool. So I did the hook to that and I got it, you know what I mean? I, was, oh, I could never rap on beat, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I got it, you know what I mean? I did it quite well, you know. I did it as good as I could. Well, for someone that and couldn't, for someone that like, couldn't, for someone that couldn't rap on beat, you did a pretty fucking good job of it, man. Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah. Like so, then he's like, um, I want you to do a track. I want you to do this track. Played me the beat. I picked it, and I, somehow Brad got on it too. But like we went and did um, there's another track on it. I can't remember which it was, but. Brad came out with us at DJ Excels and we did um they that's when they first started talking, you know? Mm. And we did the in the background we did um there's this there's you can hear I can't remember the track, but we did this ho, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah, like Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so that's when they started talking and this and then he got on the track and he killed it on that verse, man. You know oh, what I mean? Brad fucking murders rainy days, brother. No, he fucking murdered it, you know. Brad murders rainy and days. And that's a, um I'm pretty sure that Jace and Prowler produced that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a Jace. I boy. remember going to Jace's house getting blind drunk on champagne and taking a few ethics before I went there. <laughs> I was smashed. <laughs> Yeah, word. <laughs> and I went there and I fucking, I, I did the verse and I kept doing it because I kept slurring, you know what I mean? <laughs> if, if you listen to it now, you can hear I slurring it because I was drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, I'll do, I, like, I never I picked it. it. Like, and they never were getting sick it. of me doing it too, but I kept doing it over and over and over until I got right. Yeah, yeah. I got it, you know. I wrote that verse in fucking, just at the shop, just penned it, you know what I mean? You know? Yeah. Dude, it's a fucking it can't. It's a it's it, it to me. It's one of those. It's it's one of those quintessential Melbourne songs. Like for yeah. use use three on you know, and I and like you know, I hope this I hope this opens up your history to a lot more listeners, man. Because well, it's yeah. a lot more people for the sheer fact that you know you're one of those voices, man. You're one of those voices yeah. in that period. You know, pre pre. This is pre an obese records release. You know, and bias yeah. drops beeswax and like fuck, man. Rainy days. You know, like that J beat that brad verse i mean bias's verses man it's the it's the second letter that's me the b-i-a-s the b your verses can't like you know like fuck man listening to that shit again today it takes me back man it's just like wow you know like it's yeah. you know it's rainy days bro it's rainy days it's hoodie it's hoodie hoodies and a fucking you know in a puffer jacket and for man that's what that that joint is that man that's what that joint is that's what Melbourne's all about. Rainy, yeah. cold days, the middle of winter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Getting on the lines, doing graffiti, smoking weed. Yes. That's what we were all about back then. You know what I mean? Like there was pre-Australian hip-hop. You know what I mean? There was mm. no Aussie hip-hop, you know? There was mm. no – there was a little bits and pieces. It was like – you know, it was it was, it was was pre-fucking the shop doing really well. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was pre-all of it, all of that, you know, pre-Hilltop yeah. Woods killing it, you know, oh, pre-Bliss yeah, yeah. and SO, pre-Bias B doing well, you know, like yeah, 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 yeah. pre-fucking LC, pre-Brad Strutt, you know what I mean? Was, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's when all those dudes are finding their ver their voices, you know, because yeah, it, it, it might be pre that shit, but, you know, you got Trem dropping those 12s around the same time, you got the formulators appearing yeah. on the formula cassette, you know, like you've got those, like, so the, formu the, the, the formation of LC is in that vicinity that of time. Later, yeah, definitely, 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 definitely. You know, but they, dudes they, were doing their thing. 
but Bob Bell, yeah, no doubt. Like you had formula A's, which is Bob Balance and um, Rob, uh, Rob Nat, you yeah. know, yeah, and they were kind of, but like you know, same thing. You go to Big Bamboo rap, people wouldn't take you seriously, or like, might you know, they wouldn't take you seriously, they'd be like, oh, cool, he's a rapper, you know, like mm. you know, you had Ransom killing it, you know, what I mean, like. Yeah, you know, you had Mama's Funk, and you had, you know, like. But you also had the, you, you also had, I suppose, like um, the Raffs, you know, Raff, you know, as one with, you know, talking about friends yeah, earlier. Yeah, as one, you Pluto, know. yeah, which was um. Uh, yeah, what was that? Mad. Oh, is it Mad something? Not in Monica Cent. What was it? Um, Acapulco Gold, I think. Oh, Acapulco Gold. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what about um? Rays, yeah, dude, of course. The essence, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, fuck. They, they're all fucking killing it, yeah. Prowler, yeah, you know, I wouldn't say killing it, but they were all the fucking, they were all, you know, to have one of those tapes, you know, is just like that's like, you know, what I mean, like yeah. that was the forefront of Australian hip hop, yeah, dude. They're the tapes I'm talking about, man. The dudes that sold, like, yeah. you know, remember Coolism, Coolism's first fucking Coolism. that cassette, fuck, I love their music, man, bro. That cassette they dropped, like, you know, I had that cassette, yeah. I got that cassette from Rocking Horse up here back then, you know, and that's around the same yeah. time. You get the Black Stump tape, you get like, you know, Razors yeah. earlier, but you know, like, yeah, there's yeah. a handful LG, of cass- all that, man, yeah, dude, like, you Bunny, know, these are Stony, bro. Listen, that's that, I mean, they, these when are when one, like, I named my son. Lennox, yeah. But I knew it was always gonna be Lenny, you know. And I rang up Lenny, and I'm like, "Oh, Lenny, you know, because you know when you name a kid, you know, like, mm. oh, I'm not gonna call him Michael because fucking they idiot Michael. I don't want him to be like, you know, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, you name him fucking, you know, you know what I mean? Like, you sort of got to pick a kid's name. And I was yeah, always dude. like, I love Lenny, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna call him Lenny because I love Lenny, and I feel comfortable calling him something that. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, dude, absolutely, absolutely. Len's man. a fucking legend, man. He's Len, a fucking guy too. Absolute so fucking legend, LG, man. Oh, bro, listen all day, man. I mean, those cunts are fucking listen. Can I? It's all them cunts, man. They're good guys, man. They're, they're, listen, they're they're all my brothers, you know. Like even, uh, yeah. you know, one of the few people that Shout I all them for me. Yeah, dude, absolutely, man. I mean, hopefully they'll they'll listen to this most likely. But you know, like any time, you know, like you know, when I'm doing a lot of these interviews, Len Juan, Lenny is someone that I talk to about. About who you know, like I'll say shit on the show. I spoke to a good mate, you know, about what. Like Lenny's generally the person that I refer to. Like he's my point of reference because Lenny's one of those dudes that was there. He was here. He was in Sydney mm-hmm. at a point. Like he's been at pivotal stages in hip hop throughout this country, and now he's at the helm of Miles Ago. Like he's running his own yeah. record label now. You know, sort of. Is he what's it called? Miles oh, Ago. Know you know the Miles Ago. Yeah. Yeah, the Miles Ago so, shit. Yeah, he sent me down one. Actually, I shouldn't. I shouldn't disrespect that. He sent me down a couple track, no, uh, a couple dude. records. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, and like a Lenny- letter and stuff as well. He's a fucking legend. Yeah, absolute legend. Big shouts to Lenny. Big shouts to Labie. And I mean, listen, I've I, I seen them dudes the other week. Big shouts to all those boys. And if there's ever like you know something like when I'm when I'm doing this show and I'm talking to dudes, I you know like if I'm if I'm a bit sketchy on something, I'll reach out to Len. Len's generally always the first person I reach out to. You know, like yeah, man. you know, is yeah, hundred percent, dude. And you, you know, you you guys were stocking those tapes. You guys were stocking those records early man no doubt we were the only ones stocking them you yeah know? yeah that's it. that's it anyway you know? and we were pushing them too you know mm, mm, mm. i mean it's not like we sold heaps and heaps and heaps of them but you know people would come in and that's what we're trying you know like you know they got their their promotion from the the record or from the from the formula you yeah. know what i mean yeah yeah my boss would always be fucking pumping them their boys would go when they come to, be to, to melbourne they come jump on the show yeah you know what i mean yeah. so 
people were picking up on it anyway, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, like, at, at what point, like, do you go, okay, well, I'm going to put – I'm going to put records out. Like, does Reason approach you with solid? Like, how does it, how does that come about? Okay, so my, my memory's a little bit hazy. Yeah. But, like, you know, like, I always wanted to have a record. Like, I always want to have a record store. You know what I mean? And then it happened. And then I always want to have a record label. Then it happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I had, um, I think, so Joel's, pro, Joel's pro, promoted a lot of, uh, Produced a he lot of it. He produced it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and fucking, um, what's his name? Um, Reason came to us and he's like, oh, I want to do this, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, cool. So I went to Flick. Flick designed the first cover and, um, excuse me for one second. Yeah, um, uh, Flick designed the cover, the black and gold cover, you know what I mean? And, yeah. um, I love, bought it out. I love that album Sorry. too, man. I love that. No, mm. no, 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 no. Catch your breath. Do whatever you got to do. Light a durry, man. Like, I'll, I'll just tell you, man. Like, when Solid dropped, I remember yeah. walking upstairs at Rocking Horse on Adelaide Street here in Brisbane and fucking picking it up and just taking it straight to the counter, man. Like, it, it, like mm. Solid, to me, is a classic. It's an absolute classic, you know? And it's, yeah, it's, Reason's a classic dude too, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. 100%. That was a fucking that, – that is a solid, a solid release. It's solid in name. <laughs> That's what it's named, yeah, man. Exactly. Solid in name solid in nature straight up dude. Yeah. like absolutely and reasons that dude we've had on the podcast we need man we ought to have re back on one day you know like a, a legendary figure and you know man i like fucking i'd perform hype man duties for reason as the years went on around the reography years and all that kind of shit but yeah, yeah i, I yeah. want to I, I get into how you how you sort of you know like what your what your thinking was and how you kind of go okay fuck it we're going to make this a label now and we're, this is the first joint this is the first joint we're dropping I think he approached or was talking to Brad about it, you know? Yeah. But they ended up not getting along in, 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 like in later on. Yeah, in, in later years, yeah. Later years, but I think they were getting along back then, you know? Well, Brad was on and, there. Um, yeah, Brad was on there. And, mm. like, um, so I think he's just talking to Brad about it, and Brad was like, well, go on, you ask Jazz. Jazz wanted to do a label, you know what I mean? Mm, mm. And, yeah, I think that's how it kind of came about. It was always in the – Back of the forefront of my mind, you know what I mean. It was yeah. always something I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, and it just kind of stemmed from there, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. evolved, you know. Yeah. And then, like, um, from there, obviously, our second release was Culture of Kings. Was that the second release? Was it? Yeah. Wow. Wow. You know. Wow. So what? A f- and that was monumental, man. What a fucking you know? what an undertaking for your second release. Like, yeah. fuck. But, okay, before we get to Culture Kings, solid. You know, like, yeah. so you just went, okay, for like, what, like, was it like, was it, was it collectively an idea to just go, okay, this is the place where we're selling this music. We're going to make this the label. We're going to go, okay, not just Obese Records, Father Than Your Mama, Obese Records, the label. Like, is it, was that like a, obviously it was a conscious thing, but was that something that you all came up with collectively? Did someone just go, okay, fuck it, let's put the Obese Records logo on this and call it Obese Records 01? Like, you know, like, how does that, you know, like, where does that start, dude? I mean, we're talking about the start of something fucking phenomenal, bro, something massive, something well, that, it was, you know. It was never, we never meant it to be something phenomenal. We never meant it to be fucking mm. huge, you know what I mean? It was just like bringing out a record, you know? Yeah. Like, yep. We started with a tiny little budget. I remember Joel was ringing me going, I'll put $800 into this record. I need to get it back. I'm like, 800 bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck, man, I don't have that kind of money. You know what That's I mean? Like, yeah. But 800 bucks is a lot of money. Like, it's fucking still really easy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, let's dude. be honest, yeah. Yeah, 800 bucks is still cash. You know, and like, 
Like he, like you know, like I never meant it to be big. Mm. I never meant it to be anything. It was just like we're bringing out a record, you mm. know. Yeah, we're going to start this label, you know. Yeah, I never meant anything to be big. You know what I mean? I did. I started obese because I love hip hop. Yeah, you know, I yeah. loved hip hop. I wasn't doing that great in school because I was a pothead, and I, you know, I was dropping. I wasn't going to school, and this, that, and the other. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you know. And I, you know, I started obese with Ollie because, you know, I got an opportunity to do it. I never meant it to be big. You yeah, know what I mean? No, no, I never no. meant the record label to be big. It just kind of happened and it grew from there. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're in the moment, man. You're in the moment. And yeah. fucking beyond that, your kids, man, like your kids. Yeah. You know, that's what, that's what I said, man. And from the outset, like that entrepreneurial spirit, man, it has to be fucking acknowledged for the sheer fact that, no, I mean, if no one else is going to acknowledge it, we will. And it's, it's, it led to so much. It's that fucking thing you're talking about, man. Like uh, things only exist today because of that. So how was the initial reception? Like the first release, the first record. I mean, it got this, like I said, man, I walked up to Rocking Horse the moment I fucking saw it. I, I was like, damn, I'm, man, I'm, I'm on this. You know, this is my shit. This is what I want to hear. Yeah. You know, like, so it, it hit nationwide, dude, or it at least hit the East Coast and Adelaide, you know? And I yeah. would I would say it hit Perth because Ree had fucking connections and definite relationships over there. So it would have hit, you know, yeah. like, this This is a record that impacted the country, you know? Like, you know, but before we get to the record that impacted the country, which was Culture of Kings, you know, Ree, yeah. Ree, Ree, you know, you guys really had fucking, you must have had some sort of moderate success. Like, how many units were initially sort of pressed and all that kind of thing? Oh, uh, I think we pressed up like a few hundred. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I can't yeah. really remember. Yeah. Um, how many we pressed up or how many we sold. Yeah. But like you know, we got a box. I just remember getting a box. You know what I mean? Mm. Like mm. you mm. know, and like they were probably fifteen bucks back then because we didn't press up that many. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, we just started pumping them out of the shop. You know. Yep. And. I, look, I can't remember. I know I did well. I think Reason had his heart set on, you know, he was going to sell a million records, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. obviously, like, back then, the scene was so small mm. that, you know, what we sold was fucking great anyway, oh, you know? Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. And ha- and, how, and how did you find the distribution of the album? Because obviously, you were sending boxes to Brisbane, boxes to Sydney, boxes to Adelaide. Yeah, I mean, look... <laughs> Like, like, my memory's hazy, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's 25 years has passed since then. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, fucking 20, at least 20 anyway, well, you at know? Least, at least fucking 22. 20, I'm, well, I'm 44 now. Yeah. When I was um, 19, I started that business. That's 25 years. Yeah, you know what I mean? Go. I was probably 21 when I bought that record out, you know? Okay, yep, 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 of course. Yeah, so, like, yeah it would have like been I like said, 90, 99. Yeah, yeah, 99, 2000 when Solid dropped out. Yeah. Fuck, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly right. So, I mean, look, I can't remember how many we sold or how the distribution kind of went, but obviously we sold enough to, you know, Reason got his name out there, you know what I mean, yeah. and it started pumping, you know. Yeah. Had you heard like, Had you heard his cassette prior, like the intense quality tape, like you were aware yeah, of Reason? Of Big Bamboo yeah, Days? Yeah, what's his name, Murmur, yeah? Yeah, 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 yep, yep, yep. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Fucking nice, man, you know. Yeah, because all and those- they were like forefront of Australian hip hop as well. Absolutely, but, man. I mean, you know, like the scene was so tiny back then; it was just like, and, and not well respected. But it was only the writers that sort of picked up on it, and only like, and even the writers didn't really pick up on it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that's it. That's it. 
was like the you know? the writers and then the diehard MCs that existed around oh, those man, writers, like, you know? You, you know, you go to a show, those boys would get up and, like, you know, people would like it and it'd be cool, but there was no, like, you might have a public enemy coming out mm. once every fucking couple of years or a, mm. an Ice Tube, a Cypress Hill, you know what I mean, yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. Ice tea. But there wasn't shows over here, you know what I mean? No, fuck no. No, not at all. Not at all. And we were always like, you know, like being from Brisbane, man, even into probably the early 2000s when yeah. shows did start happening, they only happened yeah. in Melbourne and Sydney. You know, like remember Souls of Mischief. Remember fucking. Yeah, I bought Souls of Mischief out. Dude, I knew you had something to do with it, man, because I remember the OBS yeah. logos on them, man. I remember seeing that shit from yeah. up here. It was just like, man, none of this with shit comes to Brisbane. Duckling. Ugly Duckling. Ugly Duckling came yeah. to Brisbane. That's right. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, Ugly Duckling and Souls of Mischief. Like, there's a story behind that too, but anyway. <laughs> there's a story fucking behind everything, man. But, you know, yeah, like, no like yeah, we'll get into some of the promotional stuff. But, dude, listen, fuck, man. I've had you for fucking, what are we at now? An hour and 42 minutes, man. And we, we're only touching the fucking surface, dude. Like, let's get yeah. in, let, let's get into Culture Kings. I'm sorry if I'm boring, yeah. Can't you? There's nothing boring so far, man. Like, I, I, man, huh. I ain't even fucking, Thank you. like, seriously, brother. I'm not even hearing any edits yet, you know, like other than maybe cleaning up some dead air after the fact, man. I'm not even like, we're not even talking edits, bro. This is just fucking, oh, man. this is, this is history, bro. This is history. And we need to, we need to, you know, we need to determine what, you know, who you are, what you did and how you got to fucking doing what you did and creating what you created, you know? So yeah. culture Kings, I always thought Brad, Brad followed, um, I always thought the authentic followed reason for some reason, but that was culture Kings. No, no, culture Kings is OBR double two. I'm 95% sure. Oh, I, I believe no, you. Definitely. Yeah, I believe you. Definitely sure. I believe you. I believe you. Man, how does that all, dude, like, like what role do you play in that? How does that come about? So same thing, I think, was it Dimes? Yeah, from Adelaide, yep. Yeah, Dimes, uh, Dimes produced it, didn't he? PJ has something to do with it. Or it was the other way around. Uh, Dimes, well, Dimes was from Terra for DJ from Terra Firma, and he, uh, you know, he played a heavy role in it, and PJ too, obviously, I would say. Yeah. yeah. So the, one of them, I can't remember, like like I said, my memory's hazy, but I think one of them produced, uh, pro, um, uh, approached um, Brad or mm. or Bias. I'm pretty sure it was Brad and started talking about it, and Brad said, why don't you jump on and do this? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And they were like, cool. They, they came and spoke to me, and, yeah, we got, yep, I want to do it. Put the yeah. money behind it, and boom, we did it. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, um, at the time, like, you got to remember, like, we were just a small business back then, you know. I didn't have heaps of money, you know. Yeah. Like, I put a couple of thousand dollars behind it and we they produced a CD, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And put on our base records. I mean, you know, like at the time, we were so broke that the lights were turned off. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, like people yeah. coming in from overseas going, oh, we heard about your store, but, oh, it's really good, it's fucking mad. Mm. You know, people from New Zealand, you know what I mean? Mm. People from interstate. Can't but the said, lights were turned off. I remember Brent. You know what I mean? Brent, we couldn't afford to pay the bill because we put all the money into fucking – Into a record. Into, like, into that record, you know what I mean, which is great because it fucking – you know, it did so much for that scene, you know. Oh, it kind of did like, everything. It was everything. Like we went to fucking Cultural Kings in Adelaide. First time we went to Adelaide. Got over there, had a great night, had a great show. You know, um, went to cab store, yeah. went and did all that fucking shit. I remember doing tags in cab store, you know what I mean, yeah. the fat marker. Yeah. You know, got busy, got wasted. I just had a great time. Yeah. And then we put on the Culture King show in Victoria, and that's when I knew how big Australian hip-hop was or was going to be because we sold so many fucking tickets to that 
that like people were lining up out the front to get in the corner hotel and couldn't get in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. a girl named Bianca ended up working for fucking Obese, Obese Records. Yeah, I remember Bianca. Yeah, years yeah. later after yeah. I sold it, and um, she's like, she, the Culture Kings too. She's like, oh, when we put this on, I realised how big Australian hip hop was. I'm like, hold on a second. What about the first one? We over, we we couldn't. Get, people were the. the they couldn't get in the doors, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, Because she wasn't a part of the business, but and she was a friend of mine. She was doing her own thing, but I don't think she was kind of like – people, like, weren't involved in in hip-hop like – like they are now, you know what I mean? No, they, and and like the the, the or pe- were then. Nah, that's it, Wait and that's and, and that's bugged out. You bring up that name because I remember her coming. Oh, I don't know if it was Melbourne or Brisbane. We used to call her Shags. Yeah. I remember she used to go Shags or something like that. Bianca from Obese. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember, Bianca, I remember she, that. Yeah. yeah, she's a good chick, man. Yeah, no, nah, she was a good chick. Yeah, that was, she worked for Turin. Mm, 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 mm. Pegs. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was fucking, yeah, that was afterwards. But, I mean, the initial, like, the initial reaction to Culture of Kings, man, I mean, that's when you knew you had something. I mean, you, you brought you brought a nation together on one record and some fucking, yeah. like, you know, beyond that, some fucking masterful. Were you hearing those records before they came to you? Did you hear, you know? Did- I can't remember if we heard it or we just took it. Uh, we just took their word for it. It was going to be a good record. We yeah. put a couple of tracks on ourselves. I can't really remember. Yeah. I'm sure we would have heard it, but like. Oh, because, like, I mean, let's go through the list. I mean, you got fucking, what do you got on there? You got every, Maddie B. Maddie B's got Courageous. You got Lyrical Mongrels, the fucking yeah. first LC joint ever. You know, the first yeah. LC track ever, pretty much. You know, like. Yeah. Was Bias on that record? I think he's on there with Melways, isn't he? Is it Melways or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, Melways, yeah. Yeah, and then every show with Pegs and Ree, and then there's um the Hoods on there, Coolism. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I, I don't have anything written down in front of me, but I'm just going through my memory bank. I'm just trying to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And was that when, big- then we put all those dudes, like, when they got off the flight, picked them all up from fucking the airport, didn't even have a license or a car back then. Yeah. You know, borrowed my mate's car, picked them all up. Drove to fucking um the um drove into a hotel that I, you know they all slept in one room yeah you know yeah, what I mean like yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't have any money to put them up at a hotel got this barbecue racked all the meat from fucking the <laughs> supermarket you know like <laughs> the Safeway up the road <laughs> had a massive barbecue upstairs at the corner hotel like these blokes were like oh man you're a mad spread for us like yeah. never been like treated like this before you know what I mean I did my best to fucking make everyone feel at home mm. and you know what I mean like mm, mm, mm. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing the uh, your, your early bit to fucking support a scene, you know, a burgeoning scene. Yeah, man. And at the end of the Culture King show, one at, at, like, we couldn't put on every act. They had to close the show. Yeah. And they had, like the last act didn't go on, and they spill, like, tipped a bit. They were filthy, and they tipped a beer all over the mixing board. I was almost in tears. They're like, I just spent all this money on this show, and they're like, it's going to cost you two grand for this fucking mixing board. And that like, two grand was a lot of money back then, you know? Fuck it, eh? I was like, fuck, man. What are you doing, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, you're like, fuck. It's going to cost me everything that I've just invested into this, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't have money back then to do that kind of thing, you know? I don't think we made two grand. It was just like, yeah. like it was always break even at that point, you know? And, dude, like, that's the – and hip-hop crowds back then, man, like – it's just a, it was a fucking man. It was a different world, dude. Like if you, oh, it was if you, a violent fucking. It was a violent, you know, aggressive, yeah. macho, macho. What's the word? Um, 
Yeah. Um, was that? She's my yeah. fueled scene, you know? Yeah, bro. And, like, if, like, oh, man. You're lucky to have a handful of girls there. I can't, yeah. If you had fucking, like, four dudes, missuses sharp to the fucking show. Yeah. You know, like, that, that's what it was. And you go, like, man, you go to a hip-hop show these days, man, and I swear, man, if these cunts got fucking... Like, it's just a different world, man. It's a fucking different world. Like, these cunts mm. ate fucking food with MSG. They'd be fucking checking themselves in a rehab, bro. Like, seriously, man. <laughs> like, it's just a different – it's a different crowd now, man. It's a fucking – you know, it's just – it's it's a different world, bro. It's a different world. They wouldn't they wouldn't understand the crowds that you had to play to back then, man. You know? Nah, like, man. You know? And that's if you got a crowd to your show. You were lucky, you know? If like, you got a crowd. Yeah. Yeah, straight up. Straight up. So the fucking, the reaction to that, man, the reaction to Culture Kings, what did you see following that? How was, like, you know, like, does Obese then start becoming more of a, um, like, more of a hub in terms of what it was to Melbourne? What do you mean? You know, so, like, are, are more people now gravitating towards Obese? You know, Obese records are, you know, I mean, you, you kind of set yourselves so. as, you kind of set yourselves as, like, a kind of benchmark label in that brief period hmm. there. Yeah, I guess so. People, more people coming into the store. Mm. We're selling more clothes. You know what I mean? People are respecting us for what they did, for what we did. You know what I mean? Like, you know, people are respecting me for being a good businessman or being the best businessman I could be. You could be exactly. You know, yep. you know, like people look back and they're like, "Oh man, what you did was mad." It's one of those things where I still like people at the time sort of begrudging me, sort of. You know what I mean? Mm, like, mm, mm, you mm, know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's, you know, oh, it is what it is. You know, it was what it was. No, no, no. But but speak on that, man. Like, what, what, like, what, like, what? Oh, like you have a lot of writers, sort of like, oh, you know, you know what I mean. And you had like fucking the shops around us that hated us. You know what I mean. My parents were never that fucking, never you that, know, never that wrapped in your business decisions. Thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, it's regardless. Yeah, it was what it was. Regardless, dude. Like you can, you can go. Yeah, it was what it was. That's often what. Like I'll, I'll always brush things off as as it was what it was. But beyond yeah. it being what it was, it was fucking something, man. It was something. Yeah, you know? and it's easy to look back. Hindsight is twenty twenty, as they say. You know what I mean? Always, always. So you look back and you're like, oh man, that was the fucking the bomb. Yeah. But at the time, it wasn't like respected like that. You know what I mean? Mm -mm -mm -mm. You know, not in any which way. Not at all. I'm not drinking. I'm having a drink. No, nah, not at all, man. Not at all. It wasn't fucking respected, dude. It wasn't respected. Dude. I mean, it was, but it wasn't as respected as it is now looking back. <laughs> yeah, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially after Tyrion took over. Yep. Because they did so well with the music, you know what I mean? And, like, I think that's when people really started going, oh, Aussie hip-hop, you know what I mean? With yeah, nosebleed yeah. section and that kind of thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely, dude. Definitely, definitely. But, you know, oh, but, oh, yeah, well, hold on. Just just one second, one second. Hmm. Let's fucking, like, if we, you know, if we go back, if we go back, Culture Kings 1 gave us the barbecue song, man, Mass MC. And that's, yeah, man. that is pretty much the moment where- Ain't gone your barbecues no more. Bro, listen, that's the moment where Australian hip-hop broke on Triple J. You know, it yeah, really true. fucking did. It really did, bro. That's the moment. Yeah, Mass is a good bloke too, man. Yeah, and that song, that song right there, that was on Culture Kings One. Had did you yeah. had you heard that joint prior, or did you hear it then? <sighs> fucking hard, eh? You got to go back it's twenty something years, man. Bro, I'm pretty sure like we heard it prior. Yep. But excuse me, um, 
I don't think that it was one of those tracks that people like. He always said I didn't put much love into that track. It just kind of took off. Yeah, you know? it took off. And it's funny the ones that you don't put much love into are the ones that kind of do take off. You yeah, know? Yeah, 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 yep, 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 yep. That's generally how it goes. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. So you like so you know so we can you know for those listening we can credit you know like the rise of us the, the rise of hip hop culture in this country really like two cultural kings man like it really was that moment man that moment where so oh, much fuck, where so much yeah. happened the only state that missed out was Brisbane man you know like the only state that missed anything and you know in saying that Brisbane existed it do, it didn't matter Brisbane existed via Boney and Stoney yeah. and you know Black Stump and whatever else that was yeah. popping but I think because back then the state because like like i said there's no internet no. there was no fucking like you know people only knew each other from fucking you know like jumping on a plane jumping yeah. on a train going yeah. checking out each other's scenes going doing graffiti hooking up with other riders that's you know it. what i mean like that's it like it was you know the connections weren't as 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 easily made as they are now so, you know what i mean no mobile phones you know what i mean no, this no, that no, and the other no, you know? no 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 dm no no fucking damn and some kind on instagram to get at him you know no, like, man. No, man. It, did, it didn't fucking it didn't happen like that man it didn't happen like that and you know as we fucking you know as we've stated on numerous occasions via this show man like fuck brisbane brisbane was just fucking out, you know it was on its own little tangent off the map for so yeah. many years, man, you know, for so many years. And dudes like Frenzy and Lenny and all those that came to Brisbane, you know, like you're talking about Frenzy hipping you to, you know, like putting you up on game early, you know, like, man, Frenzy was yeah. on Fat Tape up here with DJ Catch, you know, that's my memories. Yeah. And that's like, that's where I got so much of my music when I got to hear shit that wasn't, that wasn't, you know, that wasn't the norm, wasn't the, you know, I got to hear a fucking channel live. I got to hear the coup. I got to hear Jay yeah, Roo, you know, like, records, yeah, man, Black Moon, fucking boom, 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 shit yeah. that I was probably just slightly too young for in the moment, you know, but I, yeah. could, I could get those joints because Frenzy, Frenzy hipped us to those fucking jams, you know, DJ, yeah, Coop, no, yeah. you know, that's what was going on up here. But yeah, that's amazing, man, because I, I fucking forgot that for the moment, man, because yeah, Culture Kings gave us the barbecue song, every show, lyrical. Yeah. Yeah, lyrical mongrels. It even had that massive ass fucking um, that massive ass posse cut with the hoods, terra firma, like fourteen yeah, fourteen MCs and three was DJs. It, was it crossbred um, crossbred mongrels on? Oh, no, what was that track called? Um, anyways, it eludes me now. Yeah, dude. Oh yeah, but the Celsius coolism, like man, you yeah, cunts, man, you cunts hit it with that one. But no, that's just what I wanted to. Know. Like, I wondered how many songs you heard in the moment. Like, how many songs you heard and went, okay, that's on there, that's on there. Like, was there joints that didn't make? The I cut? never, I, I never had a say in that. Okay, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. I never had a say in that. Like, that was all the boys from Adelaide. They put that record together and they did really good with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. they chose everyone to do it. Yeah. There was their their fucking idea, their fucking you know what I mean. Yes. Whereas like, all I do is put the money behind it, you know. So they 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 bring you a finished product and you go, okay, yep, we're yeah. we're we're dropping the, it. The the artwork, everything. Yeah, yeah. And who's on that artwork? Tarns. Pretty sure something Tarn, like that. Tarns RCF. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah on that fucking because yeah, then you know, like you drop the double vinyl. You know, that's yeah. got to be and one of the early double vinyl releases in Australia. That's got to be, you know, one of the fucking, one of the early ones. Everything was a single record up until that point oh, or 12, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, that's a fucking, I mean, that's an outlay right there, man. That's money, you know? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I mean, we, I remember making up the T-shirts for the show. We didn't make enough T-shirts up. and Yeah. Oh, man. Like, you know. Yeah. 
Good times, man. Good times looking back. You know what I mean? Amazing times. Funny bro. times. Amazing times, man, but funny too, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, let's fucking – let's get into the next release. So, Obese – what double o what double o three or whatever OBR double o three? Yeah, we're now talking about the the, the authentic, the authentic Brad Strites album. Yeah, man, righto. So you know, Dope release. man, we're talking about moments right now. You know, and I've yeah. like you know, like I said to you, you know, like I said to you today when we were talking, man, like. I got to get Brad on here, man. You know, like we got to we got to talk. We got to talk to I Brad. I spoke to him about that too. He's like. You know, yeah, I want to do time. it, you know. In but. time, in time, in time, you know. Yeah. In time. Well, you know, like, we'll fucking, is that your phone? Is that my, no, that's your, that must be your phone. But, yeah, fucking, like, you know, in time, man. Every, you know, all, all good things take time, man. But, you know, like, all I can do, like, you know, over the course of time, I've had Trem on here, you know, now having you on here. Um, fuck, who else? It was Len, Len, having Lenny on here. Um, I'm just thinking people involved in the authentic. Shawnee B., um, fuck. I don't. I don't know. We've we've had a list of people, but anytime we talk about that record, and I never want to. You know, my thing with doing this shit is that I don't want to misrepresent someone. So I want someone to be a. You know, I want them to talk for themselves. But all, oh fuck. Okay, hold on, Shaz. Shaz, you there? Yeah, I don't know what happened then, bro. Okay. Oh, I just heard some beeping. I didn't even know you'd gone. <laughs> I'm sitting here fucking, I'm sitting here rambling on about the authentic. But you, like, like I was saying, man, like with the authentic, right? Yeah. You know, we've spoken about that album on this show fucking like a ton of times, man, you know, and that, that, that album, you know, I've spoken to it, like anyone that's had an involvement in it, we've spoken to him about yeah. it. So Len One, Shawnee B, um, fucking, yeah. Yeah, who, fucking boom, boom, boom. I just listened. I can't even yeah. remember. But, yeah. you know, like that's that it's a monumental record like when we had trem on man i remember saying to trem and like this is what i was saying i don't want to misrepresent someone you know so like uh, you know i want i want to we need brad to speak on this you know we need brad to talk about this because all i can speak about is my my perceptions and my experiences with that record at that time but that was that that i mean we're talking about a legitimate game changer man and then beyond that oh, fuck yeah, man. but beyond that okay what i want to say to you you know hearing mm. your and i want to hear your opinions on this is that to me it was as as much a brisbane record as it was a melbourne record in that he had yeah, man. he had lazy really like you know at the helm of half of it or you know two-thirds yeah. of it and i know you know that's that 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 was when i first met brad i remember meeting brad at rick's way back and he was sleeping on lazy's floor making the authentic and shit like that he was teaming up with yeah. oath and all that but you know when we had trem on trem trem agreed trem was like man it was such a brisbane record that they had to make demolition derby you know like they had to yeah. they had to bring the melbourne essence and that's what i've always said like Tawong is a suburb up here in Brisbane, right near where I yeah. live currently, right? Yeah. And to me, like, the authentic is anchored by Tawong and anchored by going back to Yarrawonga. So it's kind of like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. kind of like it's it's Brad in in that in that in that in that moment. It's Brad going back to yeah. Melbourne, but Brad being in Brisbane. You know, and it's yeah. just it's uh, it's it's fucking it's fucking amazing, man. Like it's just Yeah, well Yarrawonga was where for Brad's um uh family is from originally you know yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and we went up there as kids and we go swimming in the yarra i was it the yarra or the murray i think murray yep yep yeah the murray yeah sorry the murray river yep oh, i might be anyway but no it was the murray murray or the yarra flows through there one of them no it's the murray the yarra it's the murray. flows through um through through melbourne 
And then Murray um, is the border between New South Wales and Oh, that's right. Yeah, because it, yeah, it goes through New South Wales down to Victoria. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you, you, I mean, you grew up with Brad. You knew Brad. Like, Brad was already – Brad's – you know, Brad by that stage is already rapping in front of fucking – you know, rapping in whoever in front of whoever wants to listen, man. Like, yeah. when, when you get Brad the- was my best mate growing up. Yes, yep, yep. Yeah, we were besties for fucking years. We still are. I'm a godfather to his child, you know yeah. what I mean? We, like, we're still tight. Yeah. And, we, like, we've both, both got families and moved on yeah. in our lives. We do our things now. But, you know, I spoke to him today. Yeah. Still mad love there, you know what I mean? Oh, without a doubt. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. I believe it, without a doubt. So what do you, like, you, you know, like... Did you hear the authentic, the authentic LP? Did you hear it in its entirety before you put it out? Like, how does? Well, uh, like I said, my memory's hazy, but I do remember being there and recorded a lot of it. Okay, so you know what I mean? so where are you? Where, where's you know, like beyond Brisbane? Because I know a lot was recorded in Brisbane, or you know, a percentage yeah. oh, of it. Like- a lot of it was recorded in um, – so Lazy used to come down to Melbourne and like, Lenny grew up in Melbourne yeah. and, like, um, you know, like – so, you know, that's how we got to meet them all, you know what I mean? Like mm. Lenny had connections in Brisbane. I'm not sure why, but, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's how everyone got to meet each other and, yeah, so like, we um, – like um, – I can't remember, look, like I said, my memory's hazy yeah. to say the least, but I remember like Brad going up there to record, mm. recording a lot of it down here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like that's just the way it was back then, you know what I mean? Well, that's what it was. And he was, and he was like, you know, he's one of those early, you know, like, you know, sort of post Boney and Stony, you know, and Trems, Trems 12, where at the end of Distinguished Gentleman, he kind of shouts out other crews around the state and all that sort of thing. Like, you yeah. didn't, you didn't, there, there, you know, that's where you see the fucking, the, that, the, the connection between states cemented. You know, obviously, Culture yeah. Kings don't get it twisted, but Culture Kings are dudes working in their own individual states. Brad, yeah. Bias, and few others were really like they were interested. Like they were, they were, they were, they were in Brisbane. They were fucking in Adelaide. They were, you know, because Brad's yeah. got Brad's got a BVA beat on there. He's got, you know, like the authentic is really a moment, man. Yeah, and as is as is Legend Official. You know, like that's a, that and yeah. Legend Official is a fucking Melbourne moment, man. That is Melbourne. Yeah, man. That's 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 like hearing fucking the infamous for the first time. That's like you you, you know you're listening to like some Queensbridge shit. You know, like you're listening, to, <laughs> you know. But like with with the authentic, it was like. That's like it's it's almost like half a Brisbane record, and I remember when we had Trem on, and I know I just said this, but that's what Trem said. He goes, "Man, when he came back, and I was hearing, I was hearing the authentic, you know, like I was hearing the joints going on it. It was like, right, we got to we got to do some d- dirty Melbourne shit, you know, and that's where Demolition yeah, yeah, Derby yeah. came from, and all that kind of thing. Like, man, just, just bro, f- from what you can remember, like, tell us about that period, and then putting the record out. So. Say that last bit again, sorry. Oh, well, I was just saying, like, fucking, you know, as hazy as the memories are and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, I mean, fuck, dude, listen, I even remember Brad was in HHC. Like, you know, he was in Hip Hop Connection magazine. You know, I think Buster Rhymes was yeah. on the cover or something, you know, just after the authentic drop. I mean, that yeah. shit went international. That shit went yeah, international, no you know? Look, I missed a lot of that because of what happened, and we'll touch on that afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, I missed a lot of that, man. Like... Yeah, but you were there for the authentic. 
You were there for the authentic. Uh, sort of yes and no. Okay, okay. More no. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I was there for the recording of it. Yeah. I was there for its release. I'm pretty sure, but yeah, like after that, I went away. You know. Yep. 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 From memory, how how far? How, like you know, how long after the release did you like? Do you, do you remember? Like it dropped, and then what? Six months, a year later, you're gone. Uh, look, from memory, I think it was pretty much. I I don't even know if I was there for its release, bro. No shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I can't really say. Mm. I'm pretty sure that it got released after I went away. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. But I was there for its recording. I was going to be on the track, but let's. I'll, I'll call Spade a Spade. Mm. Brad is very particular. Of course, I recorded for that track. Brad is so particular that he didn't want me on the record. <laughs> you know what I mean? He didn't feel yeah. like I was good enough for his record. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What record? You know, like, do you remember what joint? I can't remember. I recorded the the um the um the the chorus or something or a verse. Uh, and he's like, nah, he cut it from there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is cool. I mean, fuck, he's he Brad is Brad because he's particular. Exactly, man. You know what I mean? He's and, and like, you know, yeah, it's all good. You know, I don't hold any grudges towards that, dude. I reckon, I mean, I, I credit Brad as like our first rock star. Like, he's uh, hip hop's first kind of star. You know, this country, like hip hop in this country, he's our first rock star, man. Like, he's the first dude that yeah. kind of brought it, brought that energy had that you know and that's to, and, and man like seriously at this point in time then that's to his fucking credit like he showed yeah, us man. he showed all of us how to be rappers and how to act like rappers you know like yeah, be man, MCs, no mcs man you know like that's yeah, what it no was doubt. you know he's yeah. a master of ceremonies man that's what he was that's what he yeah, is, no doubt. is, he, is. Like, he, to me he's like he reminds me of a method man you know he just had mm. that that mm. swag about him you know like yeah, straight he up. had the moves you know what i mean he just he yeah. just killed it from when he was a kid, man. Let's be honest here. From when he was a kid, he was a rapper. You yeah. know, he was rapping. Like, I remember, like, early, early days when his girl's first party, and he's like, come rap with me this first party, and I just fucking made a kick in myself. But he just killed it, you know? And then, like, he goes, oh, rap at this fucking, uh, this, uh, this, yeah, this gig one night with me, rap, rap, rap. I shit myself, and I fucking jumped in a cab and went home, you know what I mean? <laughs> And he rapped. <laughs> yeah. He killed it, man. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I just couldn't – I had to go home, man. I was like, <laughs> I'm not doing this. You know what I mean? It's too much. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, he killed it. <laughs> that's that commitment, man. That's that, that's that fucking – you know, that's what separates. the cunt had it, mate. He had it from when he was a kid. Listen. You know, he was always writing records, writing rhymes. You know, he wanted to be yeah. a rapper, and he was, and he was dope. Yeah, not was, is, is. That's what we, you know, like, we, you know, we, we're always like, you know, that that's what was just because Brad's been quiet, you know. Brad was just on the Posse Shot record, you know, the City Loop record. Then he was on their last joint. And uh, when yeah. I heard that last joint and saw the video, I sent him a message, man. I was like, oh, dude, listen, that, that. That just took me back, man. Like that that yeah. shit there was like that was like here in Melbourne here in Melbourne in its infancy again. And then I see a video yeah. and Brad's in Brad Fours and it's just like it's just like man, there, there, there's moments. There's moments. Yeah. Authentic is a moment. Fucking you know, stages set as a moment. Culture Kings, there there's moments. And that right there, yeah. when Brad linked with Posse Shot, to me, is another one of those moments. And that's what recently. Yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm in that video clip. Are you in that video? Are you? Yeah, with my son and my my um my uh his son my sorry my um my uh my baby's mother's brother so yeah, 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 yeah. my nephew's 
dad and my nephew were in it as well and my dog. <laughs> uh, okay, word, 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 word. Well, shouts for fucking shaz. You mate, fucking, yeah, we've got a bloody, um, i got to go through it again, mate. I've got to have another fucking, give it another squeeze. But, you know, so, you know, so around that time, man, you know, like you're getting up to some mischief and you got to go, you know, you, you got to go away for a little bit, man. you got to go, you know. Yeah, I've been in jail for three and a half years. So what leads up, like, man, and only go into as much as you wish to go into, only let oh, us I'm into. I'm happy to talk about it, bro, because it's part of what happened. You know what I mean? So fucking, so fill us in, man. Obese. So, for, to to my knowledge, okay, and we can edit this after the fact, or you know, like you tell me otherwise. No, no, I'll, I'll tell you this, the full story in the entirety of how it all sort of played. Let's go. Out. Let's go. So, there was one bloke that I was scared of, right? Like, mm-hmm. I was always kind of selling pot, you know what I mean? I had a little pot habit, you know what I mean? And, yeah. like, you don't help me pay my rent and shit, you know what I mean? Like, I never did obese for money. It never made me money, you know? I paid wages, I paid the rent, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, I did it for, it was a labour of love. I did it because I was passionate about hip-hop, you know? Yeah, definitely. And, like, I survived by surviving, you know? Yes. And, like. You do what you got to do. Gotta do what you gotta do, yeah. you know? And yeah. like um so I had this um I had like look, there was a, there was there was someone in my life who I was always scared of, you know what I mean? He was like a bully, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And he was going to jail and he was fucking stamping cunts, stabbing cunts and I was always worried about what and then when I went to fucking I went overseas and I got this call and he's like he came in the shop this dude, you know what I mean? And he was asking after you. And I was like, oh, fuck, I don't even know who you was, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I got back from the overseas and something happened where basically I got stood over. And, you know, after that, like, um, look, I kind of got scared, you know what I mean? Like, And so I started doing – elevated my street game to another level. I started mm. doing things. I won't say what, but mm. I started doing things on the street to, and I got down with a crew who were, look, there was a hitman in Melbourne who I kind of got in, you know. Yeah. I, I got into good graces with him. Yeah. And, like, I did that because I was scared of this other cunt. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, can I just... My son's ringing me. Can I just jump on the phone to him? Right. Can we just Let's um, press pause. Pause. Yep. Yeah. 100%, 100%, man. 100%. Do you think? Okay. All right, man. I'll just bring you back in, brother. Like, fucking where we left you just quickly just then, man. Fucking, um, you yeah. were just telling us, man. You were kind of, you know, you had some heavy shit going on. Yeah. So, like, I was, you know, like, so, look, the blokes that I was, I hooked up was well known Australian hitman. His name was. Yep. Yeah, he, um, you know, I was doing things with him and, like, you know, um, you know, like, <clears throat> I did it because I wanted to do it, but also because, like, I did it for, like, not protection, but I did it because, like, I needed some sort of, like, <laughs> like security on the street or like that security, kind of thing? Security, yeah. Yeah. I say that. Yeah. You know. Well, they were tougher than the tough guys, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yep. If you look into Melbourne's um, gangland history, he was like, you know, one of the toughest times around, you yeah. know? I think anyone that's seen, anyone that's seen fucking underbelly and shit like that, you know, you're aware of who is. Yeah. So I hooked up with him. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I was doing things. Anyway, so I, um, I started... 
I'll break it down because mm. it's, it's easier to say. I, I got, um, I started selling, I didn't start selling, but I had, a, um, I sold, I ended up getting, look, what I sold didn't matter. I, um, I ended up getting caught with, um, a few thousand XTC tablets, right? Yep, yep, yep. And I sold them, right? Money troubles, you know, obese wasn't doing that good. Got into money troubles, you know, I was trying to get out of them. You know, I had all this, you know, I had complications, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, certainly. Um, so, you know, like difficult times, man, really difficult times that I went through in the end there. And, mm. you know, like, like, I was trying to get out of some money issues and um, you kind of um, fi- you kind of find yourself deeper in the mix, like you know, deeper and deeper and deeper, you know, yeah. and deep in you know some some troubling things times, you know. Yeah, dude. Anyway, yeah. so I'm trying to get out of some you know some some difficult issues, and I ended up getting caught with uh, with three and a half thousand XTC tablets. So I got raided. And I got set up by, um, if you look into the um, times that were happening. Yeah. Um, so there was a, a dog, an informer. His name was, um, uh, what was his name? Terrence Hodson. Mm, yeah. Do you know that name? I know the name. Yeah, he ended up getting killed by, um, he ended up getting murdered by, um, uh, how did he get killed? He got killed uh, in in his house with his wife, and you know, yeah, you know, like he got. Um, hold on a second, I'm just going to light up a ciggy. Yeah, okay. Um, so, hold on a second. Sorry. Yeah, he's so, he, yeah, he's the he's old mate that got knocked. With, yeah, you were just saying it yourself, but yeah, he's old old mate that got knocked with his wife towards the tail end of all that bullshit that was going on down there. Oh, I, I ended up getting pinched. I got three and a half years. I ended up in um, Port Phillip. Mm. I ended up fucking, you know, I ended up fucking um, punching on. Oh, sorry, not punching on. I ended up getting um, locked up three and a half years. Mm. I got, um, uh, I had to, uh, sorry, I like this, Siggy. Yeah. This is like. Yeah, I don't imagine you've told, like, you know, I mean, obviously, cunts, you know, like, cunts that know you might know this shit, but, you know, like, you know. I've men- never really spoken on it openly, exactly. you know exactly. what I mean? So it's, it's, it's quite an emotional thing for me, you know. Like, I Definitely. had to sell obese because I was locked up, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Tyrion took the, Tyrion, which is Pegasus, took the fucking, the reign of the business, you know what I mean? Yeah. Things are failing. He, we'll, we'll go into that a bit later, but, um, yeah, yeah. um, so, you know, like, so anyway, Terrence Hodson fucking, um, he set me up, you mm. know what I mean? So, I had the jacks going through me, you know what I mean? Mm. He set me up to buy these 3,000 pills, uh, 1,000 pills went missing, um, like all this shit happened, man. Mm. I was a small fish in a big pond, you yes. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I was a little, I was a young bloke. Swimming in waters I'd never swam before. Yeah. Very naive, very young. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they were deep and waters, man. Deep waters. Deep waters. I didn't know what I was fucking doing. Yeah, bro. You know what I mean? And yeah. all of a sudden, I'm fucking boom, boom, boom. The fucking doors come for hinges. Fuck. You know what I mean? And fucking, you know, <laughs> the jacks that raided me were Dale, um, no, Paul Dale and um, Piranha. Uh, 
and um, uh, Paul Meeshall. Yeah. Paul Meeshall ended up getting 15 years because he's a crop jack. And Paul Dale was supposedly, is it uh, Paul Meeshall? Uh, anyway. Um, was that that Piranha squad? Yeah, Piranha. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, um, yeah. that, what his name, whatever his last name was, um, um, the other one with his last name is Dale. Um, he ended up getting... He supposedly allegedly killed fucking or had something to do with killing that Terrence Hodgson, you know what I mean? Like, mm. it's still fucking all underworld shit, you know, mm. they made movies about telling, like, yeah. you know, like I said, I was a small fish in a big pond, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like. Yeah, not only did they make movies, they sold a lot of fucking newspapers off the back of that shit, man. Oh, yeah, man. It was around this country, huge bro. At the time. It was huge, man. It was huge. It was fucking massive, you know? It was like- huge. And, you know, going back going back to the shit you were saying before, this is pre-internet, and this is when you used to get your fucking, you know, you used to get your you get your daily news, you know, you'd have to go pick up the paper, and there'd be, even yeah. up here in Brisbane, there'd be the latest gang work, gangland killing or slaying. Or I didn't know I made it up there, but, right, yeah, I mean, all that fuck, shit. man. That shit was on the cover of our papers, man. Yeah, man. It was yeah. hectic, and I was in prison for most of that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah. yep, yeah. yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. So, you know, I did my three and a half years. I got out, you know, like. <sighs> Only go into what you feel like going into, brother. Don't don't feel don't feel like you need to overshare no, or anything no, like that, like, man. You no, know? like it wasn't. I mean, a lot um, of these names are now long gone too, you know. Oh, man, a lot of people got killed. A lot yeah. of people fucking, you know what I mean? Like a lot of people are still in jail, you yeah, know. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like I well I, I I I can speak I can only speak on you know what, what I can speak on but I remember when Bracer came up and stayed with us at the tail end of all that kind of thing and he'd been you know like you know you'd gotten locked up and whatever else and he came up here and you know man yeah he you know I used to hear those stories man I mean used cunts were on the fringe used cunts were kind of on the outskirts the fringes of a lot of that that shit that would become the underbelly shit you know the quote unquote underbelly yeah, thing you know like obese records was on the fringes of it and you know dudes like Bracer and yourselves were in there to just try and keep the peace you know, keep yeah. you know, keep you know, keep everyone safe in store. But you know, there's a lot of things going on outside the doors of that fucking store. You know. Oh man, there was heaps. You know, we had cunts yeah. racking. Like I said, people got stabbed and like, yeah. and, you know, I mean, I bashed that many blokes out the front. Like the bloke that I was scared of mm. on my birthday, he came down and fucking started pushing around a 15 year old girl Jesus. who was fucking um, doing work experience. There, you know, what I mean, popping a till, peeled off his head, I, and I was scared to death of this cunt, man. Yeah. I punched his fucking dog head in, like, <laughs> out the front of the store. Like, I wrecked him, you know what I mean? And that was, like, one of my crowning moments in the street. People yeah. were like, fuck, you bashed him, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 no, yeah. I just had enough, man. He was stamping me for fucking six months, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you know, these are times that were difficult in that store, man. You know, like, it wasn't just all fucking roses and fucking, <laughs> oh, hip-hop. This is, like, a street. <laughs> You know, this is street shit. That's when that, that's, you know what I mean? Like, I couldn't go to the in. police. No. I couldn't run off and fucking, because I had my fucking reputation I uphold. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was in the streets. I wasn't going to just, you know, hip-hop is hip-hop, man. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Hip-hop is like code of silence shit. You know what I mean? G-code yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. How'd you, you know? how, how did you, how did you come across and those dudes? Um, Like, so, my mate, um, um, 
sorry, my mate um, was from the western suburbs, and that's where they were from. Mm. He introduced me to another bloke who became really close to me, and he was close to Benji at the time. Okay, yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. Were you friendly with him? Yeah, we're pretty close, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I wouldn't say we're best of mates. I was really close with his mate, like, really close for years, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, but, you know, he was cool. He was a tough cunt, man. Yeah. Like, did you know? Cold. Did you know what they were up? Did you know, like, his game at that point? I knew that, like, yeah, I was hearing things, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, and people always spoke in whispers about him, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. they didn't ever, like, say, oh, he's doing this, he's doing that. I was like, oh, him, be careful, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, yeah, you know, like, like you know. Yeah. He was a bad motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Bad motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, as you are saying earlier, hindsight's twenty twenty, but, you know, these documentaries and television shows, they came out way after the fact, man. Like, you know, those cunts oh, are now. yeah, we're watching them in prison, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's it, dude. That's it. That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. So you go off, you got to fucking go do three and a half, three and a half years and shit like that, man. Like, yeah. And te- and Pegs takes the store over, you know, and he take like, you know, he take, you know, you you sold it to him. You willingly had to hand it. There's only so much you could do from behind bars, man. You can't run a business like that from behind bars. No, I can't. Like, like fucking um, what's his name? Come and saw me. Um. Uh, what's his name? Prowler, sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Um, Prowler come and saw me mm. and goes, look, man, you should fucking probably sell it, you know what I mean? Like, mm. Mm. think about where you're at and what you're doing, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, man. It was right. I couldn't run a business from there and it was failing, you know what I mean? And like, you mm. know, mm. and I'm happy for what Tim did. He took it over and he made a fucking... Man, he turned that store into, you know, an, he, into an empire. Look, it was already an empire, mm. but he took it to a monumental empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. He he took my vision and ran with it. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? He took what I, you know, yeah. what I would, what I was hoping to do, mm. and what I was, you know, doing, and he just like turned it like. You know, he took it to the next level. You know, did, and did, I'm did, proud did, as fuck of what he did, man. Like, I was—I never wanted to like. I would have been shattered if like my baby had died. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, like, 100%. like I, I'm rough with what he did. I was—I was never. You know, like I was sitting in prison and, like, you know, he came and see me and he's like, oh, we sold fucking 35,000 records. Of I'm like, what? Wow. A hilltop? Wow. Or something like that. Some ridiculous amount. I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah. 35,000 or 30,000 or 15,000 or whatever the fuck it was. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, nosebleed section of Hilltop was just fucking, it was next level, bro. Yeah, like, dude. like, I'm listening to their record and everyone's like, oh, you started, oh, man. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah. was just fucking like, man, I'm so proud of what he did. You know what I mean? I'm fucking right for him, you know? And remember- I'm happy that it, 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 it jumped off and went further than well, what I even perceived or what I even fucking had. You know, yeah, what you could have ever, what you could have ever dreamt it could do, and remember, yeah, just man. remember, just prior to nosebleed, even what he could have dreamt it would have done. Oh, you know what I mean? Of course, man. Is he, he wouldn't have oh. he, he couldn't have foreseen what was about to happen with no, you know, man. like you know, he, you know, like to 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 your credit and to his credit, you know, like use use nurtured artists in their infancy, yeah. man. You know, like and like pre nosebleed section, people forget dumb enough, man. Like the hoods had dumb enough on the radio, hard, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and then. Yeah. 
nose, nosebleed section is obviously the joint that did it. But I remember yeah. dumb enough being like dumb enough being that joint, you know, initially, and then nosebleed yeah. section just went fucking boos, you know, it was to the fucking moon from there, you know, yeah, like, man. straight up, straight up, and it took it, you know, it took. You know, uh, I, I don't know whether it's foresight, whether it's luck, whether it's just, you know, those anomalies, those fucking, those acts and whatever that came through. But, you know, you got to look at the legacy, man. I mean, what what came afterwards, you know, like is just, is, you know, like how, how were you feeling sitting there behind bars watching it? Like were you getting regular visits? Were you, were you kept up to date on um, what was going on? Look, I was ringing them from Port Phillip, yeah. and when I went to Fulham, which is a lot further away, yeah. and the, the phone calls become a lot more expensive, I wasn't calling them as much. I was calling for a while. But Tim would come see me once in a while. Like, he was, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> he did come see me. You know what I mean? I won't mm-hmm. say that he didn't. And, he, and you know, like, you know, uh, I, they did come. You know what I mean? yeah. yeah. Like, yep. bro, come up and see me. Budgie B, who I mentioned earlier, come and see me. You know yep. what I mean? Like, yep. there was love there. You know, obviously, like, I, like I did three and a half years. So, yep. when you go away, people forget, you know. Of like, course, of course, of course. If you haven't been in jail, you, you don't know what it's like. Yep. You know what I mean? No, so, yep. you know, you, people forget, man, and it's not like I don't hold that against them. Mm. But, you know, like, you know. So, when, you, when, you're, when you're behind those walls, man, like, did it feel like just time stopped until you got those visits? You know, was it just like, uh, what the fuck, you know, like? Look, it was difficult for me in certain regards to hear how well they were doing because, like, you know, like I said, like, um, hold on one second. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, it was difficult for me to – look, it was difficult in regards to me not being jealous or envious but just – I mean, there was a certain element of that, not jealousy, but do you know what I mean? Like, Well, the thing is, all you have is time, you know, like, and all yeah. you can do is sit there and think about what's going on outside. Yeah. You know? But, like, a lot of it I didn't see, you know what I mean? Yeah. And your life becomes prison, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, That's your right. life becomes in there, you know what I mean? So yeah. time didn't stop so much, but it just yeah. becomes, your life changes, you know what I mean? Of course, of course. You know, and like... I was never unhappy for them to do well. Like, mm. I'm not like that, you know what I mean? I'm not a fucking spiteful cunt, you know? I'm not like mm. fucking, mm. oh, fucking, you know, they did well, fucking blah, blah, blah. I was fucking wrapped for him, and I still am, man. He's done fu- he did really well, mm. and I'm really happy for where he took that business, you know what I mean? Straight up, yep. You know? Yep. Yep, I fucking, definitely. like, I have mad respect for him, you know? Things happened when I got out that, like, I wasn't wrapped about, you know what I mean? Like... Did he? Did did, yeah. did did he? Um, like it, obviously it was legitimate. It was all, already a legitimate business. But did yeah. do, do you feel like he kind of like in some way legitimized it as a late? Like so he comes in, steps in, and then brings that talent to the label. You know, and you know, like this is you know this is the foundation you built. Let's not let's not gloss over the fact that these people are coming to this label and he's stepping into that label. Because yeah. it, it, it's been created already. It, it existed. Yeah. It existed in a capacity. It might not have sold the records. It might not have done thirty-five thousand copies of a release at that point. But no, no. But it wasn't. It wasn't anything unless it was. But did he? You know what I mean? Did he in some ways legitimize it from business sense? Whereas you know, like you know, it might have been more your side hustle. You know, like you, you had to keep it afloat. Whereas well, he got the artist. My side hustle. My, my side hustle is what I was doing on the side. You know what I mean? Yeah, but when, dude, but dude, dude, dude. The only reason I ask this is because, like, man, when you're li- when you're in that life, man, like that's that life, bro. Like you know, and and the 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 the, the hustle is keeping that the doors open. 
So you're fucking, yeah. you know, like you, this is what I say to you. You you facilitated a lot of people's lives via what you did and the time you served, man. You you deserve credit, man. Like you know, you deserve yeah, credit for that. You. you know, and that's I what, do. I, I'm not going to pat myself on the back, yeah. But I do because I open the doors for fucking everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't care if you're fucking making hip hop now. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. I open the doors for you. Mm. You know what I mean? If I if, and I'm not fucking gonna, you know, it doesn't matter who you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. The only reason you're doing it, uh, apart from the people before me, mm. is because we did it. You, you know what I mean? And I'm not, like I said, I'm not patting myself on the back here, no. but, you know, you the bias fees, the fucking, the, the Brad Struts, the, the lyrical commissions, the OBs, you know what I mean? They paved the like way, the LGs, all that. Yeah. You know, it's the same as the fucking... As the fucking the African barters of this world, are the fucking yeah, you know, yep. you know, yeah, but, yeah, minus the kid fucking and you know, like whatever else, fucking, you know, <laughs> but like also, um, yeah, um, uh, it's the same as the Grandmaster Flashes and the fucking that's right, you know, all that sort of shit. Like if that's it wasn't right. for them, you know what I mean, like. Yeah. You know, like... Well, LC, you know, like you talk about the LCs. The LCs are like our Wu-Tang, man, because, you know, you had four fucking amazing individuals that were yeah. already established individuals, largely, that form, you know, and then it's like, I mean, probably a little dissimilar to Wu-Tang in that they were already established and then that kind of yeah. comes out. But, but I get I get it, man. Like, this is the formation. This is the foundation. This is the fucking... This is the Furious Five. This is the Run DMC. This is the fucking Fantastic Four. This is the, you know, yeah, boom, boom, yeah, boom, yeah. Treacherous Three, you know, go through the list. You know, these yeah. are those fucking artists, man, that, that, that paved the way for what exists today and you were at the helm of that. Yeah, no doubt. At a point, you know. So, uh, you know, and this is uh, this is uh, only something, you know, only, only if you only if you wish to speak on it. You come out, uh, legend official drops, and there is a degree of animosity between crews, you know. So obese, like, did you find yourself having to toe a line, or you know, like, so when Brad does Monopoly. Are you kind of like, well, I sold my store to this dude. Was there a resentment there? Was like, how were you feeling about the situation? Uh, look, I, I got out and like, I, I'll speak on it. Like, yeah. I, I was promised, like, oh, when you get out, you know, we're gonna have this fucking. You're gonna look after you. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, man. Like, I got out and I wasn't looked after. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I yeah. wasn't fucking given any fucking anything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I got out and I did it hard for fucking two years. Like, I ended up getting a job at Obese, but I was packing boxes. You know what I mean? So I went from fucking owning it, owning it, to packing the boxes in the fucking shop. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, Tyrion's respect, the respect that Tyrion gave me a job, and I was good at it. Was a good fucking. Good rate, and I just did what I did, you know. And he helped me after six or eight months of being in there, you know what I mean? Like, mm. but, I, but I, six or eight months before I worked in there, when I did it rock solid, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I should have been looked after the minute I got out of there, here, have a job, do this, you yeah. know what I mean? Get on the phones, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like, yeah. you know, yeah. I was kind of, I really felt like to a certain degree that I was like sort of shunned from doing things. Like, yeah, it wasn't, line. it was like sideline. Yeah, because, like, I guess to a certain degree, you know, like, certain people's egos were sort of like, they didn't want me to fucking, you know, I could have been, I could have been a massive part of what was going on mm. for that business. And I, I felt like I was, I was kind of, you know, mm. like sidelined, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you. And like, like respect to Tyrion for fucking like looking after me at all, mm. but like I f feel like you know, like 
you know, to a certain degree, like I could have been looked after a bit better. Yes. You know, I fucking did everything for that business. And, yeah. you know, like, I employed Tyrion, do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, yep, yep. You know? Yep, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then you kind of come back to it, and it's this fucking you know, it's 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 the preeminent label for hip hop in this country. Yeah, it's, it's making money. It, you know what I mean? It's like making money, it and like I'm all of a sudden packing boxes, and like mm. I could see the look on people's eyes as like, oh man, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like when I got out, fucking um, jaws had opened. Um, this is it. You of know? course, yeah, yeah, yeah. and jaws pulled me aside and goes, look, I would never. I no disrespect to you if you opened up a shot, like, you know, like I wouldn't have fucking opened it up if you were out here, man, you know what mm, I mean? Well, yeah. that showed me that respect, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was, to a certain degree, I didn't feel like I was giving them a certain respect, uh, respect to Jaws and Prowler, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 To a certain yeah. degree, I felt like certain people didn't give me the respect that I deserved, you yes. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did deserve it, man, like, yeah. you know. yeah. Mm. Anyway, you know, it is, it is what it is and it was what it was. How long did you spend there after you got out? Uh, I can't remember, but I kind of got over it. I remember just sort of walking out of there, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, I mean, you know, like a, a dude goes away, life stops for that dude, you know? Like, you know, three and a half years, life stops for you, man. Beyond the visits, beyond the whatever, your life is now that fucking, that cell, that, that existence inside. Yeah, man. man. That existence inside, a few phone calls to the outside world, a few visits, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. That's what you're getting, you know? Yeah. You, you step back out. It takes a minute to readjust, but you know. And listen, man, we take we, we, we you know like this 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 podcast is just simply about you know documenting that history and capturing it yeah. from from the horse's mouth, man, from the fucking person yeah, no, that yeah. created, you know. But I, I can see I, I I can see where you might stand, bro. You know, like yeah, you know, like from an outside perspective, you did. You know, you, you were at the helm of it, man. You know, and you, yeah, yeah. you, you know, you kind of, kind of, may have could have got back out and gone into like an executive position in that company, or deserved. I, it. I should have gone into, you know, what based I mean? on time yeah, served, bro. Boxes like a fucking crumpet. Yeah, based on I mean? based on time served, bro. Based on time yeah. served alone, alone. You know, let, let even me, just even just working behind the counter or something. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah, you know, like yeah, uh, yeah. You know, packing boxes is a bit disrespectful, man. You yeah. know what I mean? Even though he'd be like, oh, he goes to me one day goes, oh, look, you know, I was packing boxes, Shaz, you know what I mean? Like, yes. you know, he kind of took my job, you know, like, because yeah. he would be doing that shit, like, when there was nothing else to do. But at the same time, it's like, man, you know, like certain people working behind the fucking mm. the phone lines or, mm. you know what I mean? There's so much shit I could have been doing that I, was, that I would have been good at, you know and what I mean? Is, and the thing is, when, when you went in, it's a small it's a small retail business and a burgeoning label. Yeah. When you step back out, it's a fucking, it's it's a company, man. It's a yeah, company, no you know, yeah. and, there, and there is room for the uh, for the original owner of the company to you know to be maneuvered into a position there is you know you yeah, no you maintained a relationship with the dude that became the owner that you yeah. sold the business to you know and that's not this is to no detriment like I've like listen man I've, I've reached out to re I've reached out to numerous people to get pegs on the podcast because I'd love to you know yeah, I, yeah. I'd, I'd love to get his perspective no, I don't get replies or anything like that so just you know yeah. it's, until we can get pegs side you know like that's you know all I can do is look I, I won't I can't disrespect him because I don't think he's worth he, he doesn't deserve disrespect you know like he doesn't deserve no, disrespect no man well he you know? is fucking amazing man yeah, and I have up. utmost respect for him so I can't disrespect him yeah but you know, like I just feel like 
Look, he did give me a position in there when he didn't have to. You know what I mean? Yep. He didn't yep. have to do shit for me. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, But, you know, promises were made and things, you know what I mean? And like, mm. you know, I didn't get out. Like, when you get out of jail, people that I go to jail, I get out, he's fucking 500 bucks. Exactly. You know what I mean? He's fucking. Get yourself on his feet. He's, he's that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got out of jail, yeah. no one give me a cent. Mm. Not one fucking cent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like, I yeah. lived in the bones of my ass for fucking a long time. I'm not saying he had to give me money, but just to give me a little bit of fucking, like, support. Mm. When I first got out, would have, like, you know, no one gave me shit, bro. No one gave me a job. Mm. You know, people that I'd helped, you know, given the leg up to for fucking years, mm. basically didn't give me shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, I had to work to get where I am to get anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, to get, yeah, to get, to get it back. You know, to get it back. Yeah, but you know, but you know, I mean, you can walk out of there with your head held high, bro. You know? Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. You know, it yeah. was difficult, but like, look, like I said, I, I hold no grudges, and I, you know. Well, how, how, did, how did you, be, you know, beyond the grudges and just from an outside perspective, like looking, you know, well, obviously you were tight with Brad, looking in on the, the, you know, like Monopoly, you know, like what that was at that point. I mean, that was a that was a fucking big record, and it was a big right. record pointed at obese records. It's 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 fucking common knowledge these days. It's no, it's not, yeah. it's not, it's not, you know, it's not like we're fucking shedding any light on this shit, you know, like that was a no, record pointing, yeah. pointed at that. Well, you know, did Brad, you know, was part of that written from Brad's perspective on your benefit? Like, was it Brad, you know, like, how did you feel about that? Like, Oh, I don't know exactly why he wrote it, I, whether he wrote it for my benefit or he had his own he wrote it for his own way he felt about it. But certainly, certainly. You know, like Brad was a big part of Obese too, man. Like yeah. it wasn't for Brad. Like we we're talking about it today, like he wouldn't have had if I didn't have him in the corner. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't have had Obese. Yes. I, I mean I would have, but like you know, he fucking supported me through a lot of that. You know what I mean? We lived together in the same house for fucking years. You know what I mean? I employed him. Yeah. You know what I mean? He went through the same shit I was going through when cunts were trying to stamp and fucking like punching on people yeah. were stabbed. He yeah. went through all that too. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You know, yeah. like. You know, like yep. good shit too. Like Eminem coming to the store and yeah, fucking. Dude. I was going to ask you about that D twelve coming in the shop. You know, like sorry, Eminem never came to the store, but yeah, D twelve coming. D twelve, like bizarre and proof. And yeah, 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 you know? yeah. I heard those stories, man. I heard those stories. Yeah, well, that was crazy. You know, yeah, like dude. they found their way to the store. Like we, we never fucking told them to come. Nah, nah. You know, nah. Yeah. D12 found their way to the hip hop shop. Yeah, I remember. Bra- I remember Bracer telling me, and he goes, "Man, we handed him like Rob Nat's night on the tiles, Boney and Stoney, like, and they walked out of there just yeah. like word, you know, like they were good yeah. dudes, man, you know, like D12 wandering the fucking know, proof and all that, you yeah. know, like yeah, yeah, they're like, oh, this is the hip hop shop, De La Soul, you know what I mean, like, Fuck. you know, yeah. all these fucking these icons, these fucking people we looked up to, you know, they come mm. in the store and fucking. Mm. You know, but I did want to ask you, obesity, dude. Like obesity was set up as a um, like obesity, like following Culture of Kings and prob- you know probably Culture of Kings too. Obesity is one of the, if not the greatest compilation out of this country. You know, like it's a, it's monumental. Yeah. It's amazing, man. Some of the greatest joints. Yeah. You know, some of my favorite hip hop songs out of this country came off obesity, and um, it was yeah. it was put out to help with your, you know, all your your lawyer fees and shit, wasn't it, initially? Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they did that while I was away, and, like, so I sold the business and, 
yeah, like he fucking had um I was like, look, I need some help with my fucking mm. lawyer's fees and like I sold the business to pay for all that, you know what I mean? And like I got robbed by my lawyers and they got me the fucking sense of the legal aid could have got me, you know what I mean? I had yeah. Nicola Gobbo who did if you know Nicola Gobbo. Yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I use yeah. and she sent me up the river the fucking dog. Oh, you know? Can you get fucking anything out? Isn't that bitch getting sued these days? Yeah, I think that like, they approached me recently and said, you know, because I used my name in their court transcripts and shit because of the whole being set up by yeah. Terence Hodgson and all that. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah like well, so. Well, was working with them. She was working both yeah. sides. So the, the, they've approached me and said, like, look, how do you – I can't remember the exact way they approached it, but I've given it to my lawyer now and they're we're looking into doing something, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I heard so. there was all kinds of litigation going on against her because of just, you know. Yeah, she's a fucking rat, man. Yeah, she like, was a cunt. Yeah, she was a cunt. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, fuck, so she was, basically... she was your lawyer. Yeah, she was my lawyer. Can't. How much did that well, cost? And she, oh, ridiculous amounts. And they, they gave me the same sentence that I got the same fucking sentence that fucking legal aid told me I was going to get. <laughs> and I paid fucking top dollar. You're joking. No. Nah. Oh, dude. Fuck. Okay, you're going to get three years. I've got three and a half, you know? Fuck me. Fuck hmm. me. Yeah. You, you'd be spending that – you'd spend that kind of money and expect six months, you know, like Oh, man, the sentence I got was ridiculous, you know what I mean? It was yeah. fucking – I was the first to go down on a large commercial quantity. Yeah. You know what I mean? The first to be sentenced on that. And then half the people that were going down for that later got like a year, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly, dude. Yeah, 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 fucking hell. Yeah, no, that, that, because what do they call her? Do they call her Miss X or Lawyer X or something like that in the lawyer papers? Lawyer X, yeah. yeah lawyer yeah. X, yeah. She's right. a dog. Yeah. She's a kind of thing. Jesus Christ. She's working with the Jacks. She's fucking them. She's fucking at Terrence Hodgson. Oh, she's fucking She's fucking Carl Williams. She's mm. fucking all these cars. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, anyway. Fuck, you were there, man. Eh? You were there in that mix, bro. What a fucking... Yeah. What a life. Small fish in a big pond. I had no idea what was going on, but it all come out later in the fucking mix. You know what I mean? Whatever doesn't come out in the wash comes out in the rinse. You know what I mean? How bugged out is for that shit, like, you know, like, for, you, you know, like, we, you know, throughout this interview, man, throughout this fucking conversation, we've talked about hindsight. When you look mm. back at that now and you just go, like, can you could, could can you even watch those fucking TV series, like those Channel 9 shows, the underbelly, like, man, like that, like, how can you watch that shit and watch it and go, oh, yeah, that's a good, that's a good fucking show. You'd have to fucking look at it and just go, this is fucking, this is just, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, man, that's. It's crazy to watch and go, fuck, you know what I mean? Like, I was there. I knew this dude. I was fucking, that's yeah, my lawyer. Like, that's I was part of that, even though, like, it was a small part. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually kind of, you know, it's quite crazy to think, you know, where I was at with all that shit, you know what I mean? Oh, dude. Yeah, man. I, looking back, I was like, you know, I was part of it all, man, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're there, dude. And like Terrence Hodgson setting me up was a big part of it, you know? Fuck, I was one of the few blokes he set up, not few, but he set up quite a few, but yeah. I was one of the blokes he set up, you know? Yeah, yeah. And like I was a nobody back then, so it wasn't like he was setting up for somebody. Mm. You know mm. what I mean? It was, just, it was just another notch on his belt, really. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. And you would have you would have been a fucking small fish. You know, like you would have just been one of those little notches, man. Like, yeah, oh, well, that's that's yeah. that's that's one of the fucking small fries gone, you know, like Yeah. Fuck, dude. Well fuck, hunt. Listen, man, like 
fuck, we're we're at three hours almost, bro. Like, where do we leave this shit, man? Like, where, like, n- not where you're at today. Like, when you look back on your legacy, brother, let's cast all the bullshit aside. Your legacy is cemented, and I hope it's only further cemented by this show. If you listen to this podcast, please share it around. Like, you know, this is our fucking, this is, you know, this is the farewell to 2021. This is our New Year's episode. You know, like, and we're joined by, listen, we're joined by a legend that lived this culture for you guys. You know, like, for you listeners, he lived this shit for you, man. He did this shit for you. He gave you these fucking moments. Shaz, like... Where, where do you want to leave this, bro? Like, what, what? Anything else you want to touch on? Anything else you want to speak? Oh, on? I think we've probably covered like a good, good sort of part of it. You know, we covered a chunk of it, man. We can all, we can always come back for a part two if you think of things you want to fucking talk about post the fact, man. Yeah, no, I think we've done good. You know, yeah, bro. Yeah, and I really appreciate you having me on, bro. Like, you know, like there's a story that like needs to be told, and I've told it. Yeah, and you know, like there's things that I've forgotten, man. There's things that like you can't remember at all. The things that I don't want to talk about as well, you know what I mean? Like, of course, of it's course. heartbreaking a lot of the shit that happened, but it's also groundbreaking as well, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, it's fucking yeah, fuck. you can't, you, you can't, you broke ground, all right? Like, you know, yeah, it might be heartbreaking in one sense, but in saying that, like, the legacy cemented, man, you know, and mm. even if, like, you know, man, like this, you know, this story lives on, bro. Like this story lives on, yeah, and, and and you know, like man, you ever, you ever want a place to come fucking talk, man? Fuck, like hit up Beers Beats and the Biz, bro. Like we got you, man. Thank you, man. Look, I really appreciate you having me on, like. I was wondering when I was coming on. I'm thinking these cunts are going to have me on their show. <laughs> <laughs> I was my, even my uh, baby's mum was like, "What the fuck? Well, you know, were they going to have you on this show?" And I'm like, "This this Aussie hip hop, this Aussie yeah. hip hop podcast." <laughs> yeah, like you know, have they forgotten? Do they even know? Uh, listen, cunt man, no, no one for, listen, listen, bro. I, I I don't forget, man. I don't forget. But it, it, you know, like with this podcast, I got I got uh, like you know, it's week to week. It's me and yeah. Russ. It's me and Russ running it. And it's just yeah. like, you know, like, you, you you know, you don't forget, but fucking shit slides. It's like, oh, fuck, I'll get to that dude. I'll get to that dude. I'll get to that dude. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 Like I said, it's fucking, it's really appreciated. Uh, bro, and your story is, you, you know, and, okay, before we end, a big shout to Fracture because um, Frax is actually yeah, the one. Yeah, big shout to Fracture. Yeah, big, big Frax. He's the one that actually um, hit me up, you know, two, three weeks ago, and he just said, dude, man, do you want to get Shaz on? Like, you know, you, you need to, you know, Shaz needs to tell his story. He needs to come on the podcast. And I was like, man, he's been, you know, you, you've been one of the people on my lists for a minute, dude, you know, like it's. <laughs> You know, so, you know, big shout to Fracture for just putting it back at the forefront of my mind and making it happen, you know. Like, he yeah, he, no gave, he gave me your number and everything, man. I was just like, dude, can you get me his number so I can get in contact with him and boom, boom, yeah. boom, you know. So, yeah, he only hit me up a couple of weeks ago. Like, do you want to go on a show? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I wouldn't mind, bro. I would fucking love it, actually. Because mm, 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 mm. you, yeah. you did fucking – um. You did the other joint, didn't you? You did the Flatten the Herd podcast or whatever, but that's less, you know, that's not so much about what we do, man. You know, it's kind of like they do their own thing over there and, you know, talk talk yeah, conspiracies yeah. and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and you it's know. all good. Like, I'm happy that they put me on the show too. And also did Hoss Flair's little, have you seen that, the sneaker? Oh, did, you, did you do his shoes? His yeah, shoes? yeah, yeah. Yeah, shoes, yeah. Yeah, man. No, I haven't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll so, check it yeah, out. I did a couple, and it's like nice to be recognised, man. Nah, dude, you deserve the recognition, you know, bro. I put my heart and soul into everything. <sighs> and, you know, it, it, it's good to have that recognition, you know? It's fucking, dude, it's be, be, you know, like, man, that's it, bro, it is. And it's it, it's beyond good, it's deserved. 
at a point it's deserved, you know, like it's, yeah, you know, and it's about documenting it. Like, you know, whereas you've done, you know, you, okay, you might go on Hoss's show, talk about sneakers. You might go on the, the flatten the herd thing and talk about bloody, you know, whatever they, you know, whatever you talk about on there, the bits and pieces and the obese stuff. But there's so much more to everything, man. Like, you know, your story yeah, yeah. is rich. I've really it's opened deep. up on your show though. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I've really sort of like, you know, like there's a lot of stuff that, that I, you know, that, People wouldn't know about, you know what I mean? Like, we three hours of getting deep, you know what I mean? Straight up, bro. Straight up. And I'm really happy that you, like, you know, like you've been respectful to, you know, to me and to my the situation, and I really appreciate it, bro. Oh, listen, nothing but fucking respect for everything you've given us, everything you've oh, done, course, bro. the time you served, the fu- everything, brother. Like, listen, salute to you. Hopefully, one day, listen, man, fuck, man, if we can ever get you up to Brisbane, if the borders open and we can all travel around this country without all the fucking nonsense, man, I'd love to. Yeah. I'd love to sit down with you, drink a beer, and just fucking smoke some durries in person, bro. Yeah, no doubt, man. I'll fucking come up and have a beer with you one day, bro. Fucking a, mate. And if I'm ever down there, I'll um, I'll, I'll let you know, bro. But listen. Yeah, you're always welcome, my home, bro. Anything, um, anything you want to leave us with, Shaz? No, I just want to say good luck on your show, mate. Good luck in life. I'm happy. Merry Christmas, happy New Year, man. Listen, man. The fucking listen, brother. The same to you. Listen, hang in there for two more minutes, man. Just fucking, just hang in there with me for two minutes. I'll we'll wrap this up and I'll um, we'll just wrap it up off air once the mics are off. But yeah, anyway, listen. We'll fucking we'll wrap it now and I'll wrap it up with this man off off the mic. You've been tuning to Bees Beers Beats and the Beers. It's been a big year. It's been a massive year for fucking everyone. Once again, just stay safe. Take care of your fucking selves, your families, and each other first and foremost and i don't want to do this on some jerry springer shit but you know that's what the fuck it is listen beers beats and the beers 2021 thank you so much motherfuckers enjoy be safe we'll catch you soon peace